You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Hello Sport Podcast, home of unqualified opinion and also the home of unwavering bias. Back for another week. Maybe it's somber, maybe it's not. We'll get into it. Edward Simpson, darling friend of mine, longtime confidant, a guy you can you can lean on, you can you can tell your deepest, darkest secrets, you can call it, you know, two in the morning, it's like, mate, I need some help, I need some advice. You can you can you know, you can show him some private shit and you just know that it's never gonna see the light of day or it won't it won't go to anyone, you know, you can you can take him home to mum and dad if that's if you, that's your proclivity, which is fine if it is. Um but most importantly, you can depend on him for a podcast, and, and that's that's what I depend on him for. Edward, how are you? I'm good, mate. That was tremendous. Did you like that? Yeah, yeah. I like to get my tyres pumped up from from time to time. Mm. And not that you need it. We don't. Oh. Need, we don't need a tyre pumping this Monday. No, in we the don't. sense that we haven't done things to our bodies that would require one. Not really. No. Um, pretty sensible stuff mm. from top to bottom. Yep. Um, I can't speak for everyone. Uh, we'll get into that. Yeah, we will get into that because there's been people that have made. Poor decisions. Yeah, rolled in. Yeah, you know a little bit. How are ya? Mm. Let's just get into it. Yeah, Dior Dave, how are you? I'm all right, mate. Not too bad. Well, now P's and D's. As we came in here, you know, jolly chip, are ready to rip and tear. Jolly and chip is how I describe it. Yeah, yeah. we've sort of we've, <laughs> we've greeted Dior Dave and we've said, Dave, how you going, mate? And it was a warm greeting. It was a warm greeting. It couldn't have been warmer. No, it was like a warm hug on a winter's day. Yeah. Like a nice bowl of soup by yeah, the fire. Yeah, exactly. Chicken soup by mum. Maybe a hot chockey. Yeah. You know what I mean? Perfect from, from temp. Nan. It, yeah. was like, it was a hug from grandma, this greeting. Yes. And it was like, Dear Dave, how you going? And mm. it was like a... <sighs> I'm good. Mm. Which, to me, Eddie, just in my 31 years on the planet, mm. judging off sort of, you know, people's body languages and emotions, mm. seemed like he was maybe not... He was telling us something without telling us. Yeah, he he was saying I'm good, but he wasn't. He wasn't good. Dave, he wasn't good. What's wrong? Mm. I'm just bounced out. It's a Monday. It was a big weekend. Um, lots of really late nights that shouldn't have been considering. There were lots of mornings to get up for work. But um, yeah, my boss told me she's leaving. So we spent most of the nights. I mean, I work at a bar, so we drank through most of the back bar. Oh, that's And nice. just kind of tried to back up on Saturday morning and Sunday morning. And then finally today, I got to sleep in, slept till like... One, two-ish, got out of bed then. That is that such is, indulgent yeah. 20... How old are you? 22. 22-year-old 22 oh, rhetoric, that is, Sleeping mate. till 2 p.m. is just like... I couldn't dream of that. Mad, yeah. Well, like, you remember when you used to stay up to like four in the morning and then roll out of bed at two in the hour? Yeah, I mean, six in the morning. You and used turn, to just, and you turn used the to Xbox just... 360 on and, and rip it into a game of Play FIFA. Play FIFA and Yeah, and yeah that was my tons. biggest... Yeah, 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 yeah. What have I got to do today? I've got to find some weed and... Play FIFA. Try get a couple. But sometimes, of wins on sometimes if you had some left, all you had to do was roll out of bed out and of bed. crawl to the to the lazy boy. Yes, lay on a lazy boy, rip cones, yeah. and play FIFA. Not us anymore, Eddie. Yeah. So, like, is that was that your biggest concern today? That well, is luckily that... I had already found weed in advance, so I was set. Smart. But my biggest concern in the morning was walking up to Coles, which is not a long walk, but a very slow one. Mm. How yeah. far? Uh, I would say like. 300, 400 minutes. Get some real problems, Dior. Yeah, I know. Get some real fucking problems, yeah. mate. And then once There's I was dribblers there. out there working like 18-hour shifts, day after day. Mate, I worked like 25 hours across three days. You got up at 2 o'clock. Yeah. You got up at 2. And then the challenge wasn't over when I got to Coles. I had to find where they bloody keep the shake and bake pancake mixture <laughs> shit. 
Had to find the maple syrup, get oh, home. Oh, dude, and, that know, is just cook a up best. a storm. Bacon, bake, yeah. pancake mixture. That is goddamn. You couldn't even just morning. make your own batter. You fucking well. I nah, but like, didn't I get Google. that. No, I do yeah. understand. I get that. <laughs> Fuck, bro. Come on. <laughs> that sounds like a dream of a Monday. So is that what you've done Monday. today? That's And I took my dog to the beach and had a swim, which kind of just refreshed You have me. good Mondays, <laughs> don't yeah. you? Yeah, well, Monday's my weekend. I work Thursday uh, yeah, that's through the Sunday. Hospo. It's Monday's the hospo a hospital like, yeah. weekends, I think. Yeah. I treat yeah. myself on a Monday. I'd prefer my weekends, I think. Well, I'd prefer to have weekends with everyone. But then also in the hospital life, you do just get fucked up after work. Like, that was just how... But having Mondays off, Monday's a good day to wipe. Yes. Mm. By getting up at two and having pancakes. (laughs) (laughs) Swim at the beach. That sounds like the best fucking day ever. It was pretty nice. That's And it's what I need on a Monday. Because not only do I just work through Thursday, Sunday, I've got to try pack in as much weekend as I can, you know? No, I get that. I get it, like a double weekend working and also partying. No, okay. But next time, come in... As if you've got up at two and <laughs> yeah, had pancakes. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's yeah, what I want out yeah, of you. Yeah. <laughs> I'll work in, on it. I'll he work came on in it. looking yeah. like there was a bloody... Yeah, like there know, was a, a death pet has died. <laughs> it's like, oh no, I'm just fucked. I slept till two and ate pancakes all day and smoke weed. You're like, oh, I would. Mm. I'd do some depraved shit for yeah. a Monday like that. See, like your answer of I'm good, but like clearly not good, should be reserved for... Manly players. Like, that's... Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think the Manly boys could understandably be coming in going, yeah, I'm all right. I'm good. And that's... No, I'm all right. I'm all, yeah, I'm all right. You're not good. No. Nah. You can't be good. No. Nah. Nah. Can't, be, can't be good if you lose 56-16. Can't be good. We'll I, get into it. Yeah, we will get into it. We should probably... Well, do we just get into it? Let's just get into do it. Do we just get into it, Eddie? Let's I don't know if it. I want to prolong this shit. Let's I just want to get it. into it, get our, get our teeth sunk into it. Now, I will start off by saying this. We've been saying this whole year, we've been saying it forever, that no team has conceded 50 points and won the premiership. No team scored 40 points in a grand final, except Manly. So what what I'm trying to get to here, Eddie, is that we're still in with a shot. Look, obviously the result not one we wanted. Now, 56-16, very few positives on which to draw from. Very few. My fear, Tom... And it's a fear that you and I harbour often is that we are too influential sometimes. And maybe our bottom eight footy fucking yarn from last week had undesirable consequences in that the boys took it on, took it a little too literally. Took it a little too seriously. So let me let's rewrite the the outlook, shall we? Yep. We're still in with a shot. So let's not play let's not play spoon footy. No, let's play fucking let's play like anywhere from sort of six Two eight footy. Let's play bottom top eight footy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bottom four. bottom of the eight footy. Bottom four. Bottom four of the and eight. top eight footy. That's right. Now, if you go back, if you go through our games that we have, we've got the storm this weekend. I believe it's a win. If we and don't the, win, we're out. No, no. But we after that, we've got very winnable games. Yeah, but we very have winnable. to win this game, or mathematically, what, I think we're fucked. What? No, no. The teams above us have got significantly worse runs than us, all right? If you go through it. Mm. And I'm talking from the bunnies down. Yeah. 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. I think we're 11th. Yes, we are. All those teams in with a mathematical shot. We've got the easiest of the runs, mm. Tom. And I think that if we get a famous win this week... Yeah. Against Dior Dave's team. It will be the turning, Tom, of the, of the proverbial tide. Yeah. 
And then I think we roll through. We win five on the trot, and then we get Tommy back, and we're humming. And holy shit, now we've got a dark horse in the comp. Mm. Uh, and then you start thinking, oh, okay, is this a little bit of Parramatta 09 sort of stuff going on? Under the on? radar, rhetoric. Under the radar, but flying towards the grand final. But instead of going one short, getting the big win, famous win, COVID year, famous win stuff. Yeah, it could be. Like, I don't know, but it's possible. It's possible. And I'm in the mood, Tom, after a pretty conservative weekend where I'm daring to dream. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think, I think whilst there's still life in this dog... Yeah, oh, there's, oh, there's life in the dog. There's life in the dog, so we're, we're back in the dog. Once there's no longer life in the dog, the dog will be shot, and that's just what you've got to do. Look, unfortunately, dogs are sometimes shot, yes. and that's just the way of the, way of the world. Interns, too. So and I don't think I can't see that I can't see that not changing right. No. But what I am saying is there is a there is a heartbeat in this dog. Yes. Now it's down to the Manly boys, proud all of them, and, honest, and, all, and all good friends of the show, great friends of the show, and we're friends to them. Yep, and them to us. There is a heartbeat, boys. Mm-hmm. So don't die on us yet. No, don't die on us yet. It's been tough. It's been tough. <laughs> it's been tough. Now. Outside of the outside of the injuries, which obviously are a reason, not an excuse, but kind of an excuse, because it's like fucking probably the most injury hit club, even though apparently we're not. Uh, yeah, but been, we've lost we've lost big cattle. We've lost big cattle. We've injuries, lost bricks. We've lost we've lost bricks, not just cement. Yeah. Um, the game though itself, Eddie, was fucking poison to watch. Did I rush home? Did I rush home? Yeah, I yeah. did. I was out having a lovely evening in Dy. A couple of margaritas. Was feeling the vibe, mm. feeling the vibe. Joe Bart passed Brookie on the way home. They weren't playing there, obviously, but like you know, it's a spiritual home ground. It's for the all spiritual of home, and I felt good. I was like, "Holy shit, we got the bunnies tonight!" I love when we play the bunnies. Them. We always famous wins always against the bunnies, and I really thought that we could springboard onto greater things. Now, rush home, turn the telly on, thirty-eight nil at half time. Um, what the fuck's going on? What the fuck's going on? Like, I'd sat down, they scored three times. Yeah, dude, apparently, and I just, I was drinking at the pub, uh, and I don't exactly know if this is, but I was told this, but the bunny scored, and then the next time we touched, so it was nil all, the mm. bunny scored. Mm. The next time we touched the ball, next mm. time we touched the ball, yeah, touched the stadium, it was 20 nil. <sighs> now, I mean, did I feel like smashing up the joint? Yeah. Yeah, I did. I was sitting there with some friends. It's a couple other Manly fans as well. Mm. No one rides or lost as hard as me, though, in terms mm. of the people that I was with. Mm. I was inconsolable. I wasn't talking to anyone. I could, the conversation was going on around me, mm. and I just sat there mm. like, try, another try. Yeah. Injuries aside, Eddie, 56, not good enough. Not good enough. You cut 38 nil at halftime, not good enough. It's not good. Not it. Not, not, not in the NRL, mate. No. Not in top flight football. Not for, not for proud maroon and white not- men, of the, men of the northern... Peninsula, not for not for a club that wins a, a ring every decade and yeah. has never won a spoon. Tom, yeah. that's exactly. it's just not good enough. It's just not good enough. And I think it's I think it's time for the boys for you know it could be time for a long hard look in the mirror. You know, mm-hmm. because I find Tom or a look in the ocean. You know, you sit there and well, the mirror doesn't need to be your cut and dry back of the bloody your run of the mill mirror. No, no, no. You can there's reflections in bodies of water. Uh, that's where I'd say just preferably a, the Pacific. Tom. Yeah, being a sea eagle, maybe mm. you go down to an ocean pool or like yeah. a natural rock pool somewhere on the cliffs. And guess what? You're in luck. The peninsula full dripping with them. Dripping with uh bodies of water. Yeah. And ocean pools. And ocean pools. I would suggest individually, don't go as a team. No, this no, is no. about silent personal reflection. Yeah, that's absolutely what right. What the fuck did I do? Yeah. What yeah. did I do? Yeah. 
Did I play my role? Did I miss some tackles? Should I have tried to get my hand on that Steeden? Yes. Should I have not fallen off those tackles? Should I have held the ball? Mm. Should I have passed the ball better? Get back to basics. Yep. Make your tackles. Get to the get to the end of set of six. Yep. Kick to the corner. That's it. Possession footy. It's pretty simple. Get back to basics. Complete your sets. Make your tackles. Dig deep. That's it. You know what? The the best the best offense, Eddie, is a good defense. That's right. You can't always said that. What's more impressive? Uh, what is a coach like more after mm. a win? The mm. points scored or the mm. points conceded? They're always more happy with the zero on the opposition's That's team right. sheet. That's right. Zero is everything, mate. Because defense wins comps. And we didn't defend well. Well, 20 nil. When we didn't touch a ball in that period, it was yeah. 38 nil at half time. That's, that's, it's poor. It's not good enough. It's oh, not good enough. Nah. Now, Tavita Funa's 10 in the bin. I guess it was fair. He did hit Alex Johnson high, he did put him out of the game. Look but I also, thought, I also thought that it was an accident. Well, he was going for the football, Tom. Yeah. Of course, no one's. I don't think there's a man on the planet who or thinks, woman who would who would say a bad thing about Davida Funa. No, and I don't think they're going to. He's come, got Jesus written on his arm. He's for got. Sake. He loves Jesus for God's sake. A man who loves Jesus that much can't go in with you know no malicious intent. No, absolutely not. He was going for the football, trying to dislodge the Steeden. Yeah, trying to get his hands on exactly. it. Exactly. Unfortunately, it was sort of like uh, it summed up the half really. <laughs> Yeah. Couldn't even get his hands on the steed and cop the bloke around the chin. Yeah, took out poor old Shay J. Alex Johnson, sorry. Look, did Alex deserve it? Probably. Probably. I'd say he did. I, 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 look, I don't think anyone would say I don't think anyone would say that Alex didn't deserve it. A, a knock around the chops. But I look, yeah, by the letter of the law, probably deserved ten. But I think that if you if, if the army's swinging with has Jesus on it, I think there's got to be concessions. Made yeah, is there not some sort of biblical concession for uh, you know a man of the a man of the cloth? Uh, well, last time I checked, religious bodies uh, and in, um, institutions, Tom, they didn't pay tax. Exactly. So but there are concessions made. We make, we make tax concessions to these fucking religions, but we're not going to allow Tavita Funa, arm wrapped in Jesus, to smack Alex Johnson around the chops. Alex scored the try. Couldn't hit him that hard. He still scored the try. Yeah, like, what is this? What is this? He scored the try. He scored the fucking thing. He played the... Did he go off? Well, yeah, he went... Didn't come back. (laughs) (laughs) Failed the HIA. That's right. Hey, he got four points. He got four points. He got what he wanted. Yeah. And then they end up scoring another 50 fucking four points. Yeah, Who look, cares? I, well, look, I think it was I think it was a little unfair. Uh, look, I, maybe I'm biased. Maybe I'm biased. Maybe we're biased. But I from mean, where I'm sitting... Overreaction. I, I can't remember. I mean, look, the last time Jesus was punished... We all know on the how cross, that turned out. People have never forgiven him. No, exactly. That We're still talking about it. Yeah. 2,000 years later! <laughs> <laughs> so why God's why name... God's name? <laughs> Are we, are we, you know, dancing the same old dance, you know? Yeah. Like, it doesn't make sense to it, me. It doesn't, and it seems like... The, turn you know, the other cheek, Tom! Yeah, what happened to turning the other cheek? You know, he who is without sin casting the first stone. What, we all haven't accidentally knocked someone around the chops and mm. trying to save a tackle? Mm. His intention was good. Yeah. Look, I wouldn't be ruling out an apology from the refs and from And Alex. from the NRL, probably, you know what I mean? Look, I don't... Th- is that out of the realms of possibility? I don't think I so. I don't think so. Um, I think lead by example. Turn the other cheek. Uh, Dez, what a terrible wrong. Did you notice Dez in the second half just took the headphones off and put them down on the thing? It was like, yeah. you know what? Don't know Dez anymore. <laughs> I'm not getting through. I'm not coaching this guy. <laughs> I'm not you, getting through. You've got 40 minutes to play for some pride, mm. and I'm out. Yeah. I'm out of this one, boys. It's all on you. Yeah. I think he just hopped in the car and went home, didn't he? I think so. Again, the silent treatment. I think that's how Dez had to play that one, where, like, you know, he just went, you know what? 
I'm checking out. But think back to when you're a kid, right? Nothing more powerful, Tom, than the silent treatment. You get scared when your parents yell at you, but when they don't talk to you, that's when you're like, wow, they may never talk to me again. Mm. I may lose a parent here. Mm. That's what it feels like. Yeah. It feels like I'm on the way out. Yeah. It feels like I've been cast aside. Am I going to... Am I an outcast? Am I going to have to leave the house? Am I getting sent somewhere? Feels like that. Feels like I don't have a bed anymore. Now, so, you know. I think Des played that tremendously. I think that you'll see off the so. back of the silent treatment, a big lift this week against Dior Dave's Melbourne Storm. Yep. Now, a Melbourne down and out certainly feels that way. Yes. that's where. This is when you're going to want to get Melbourne if you're yep. a team yep. under pressure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Because I don't like what I've seen out of Melbourne last couple of weeks. Haven't liked it. No. <laughs> no. No, they've been shit. <laughs> they've they've been awful all season. Now, do we, do we punish Dave if they beat us? Yes. I mean, we've got to, we're going to have to punish he him. Gets I don't... Whipped. <laughs> he gets whipped. He gets whipped. <laughs> Am I happy? Um, look, is, it, is that a bit over the top? No, not really. Not given if the, the season's on the line. Given the circumstances, given where we are, precarious yeah, time. Very precarious. I think a whipping's the least we could do. Yeah. Now, am I threatening you on air? Yes. That's exactly oh, yeah. right. And could that Cameron this Smith, be used against us? Will you let who was once a proud ball boy be whipped yeah. within an inch of his life? I wouldn't, Cam. Is Cam coming back this week? Do we know? Cam, yeah, should be back this week. So should Munster. Fucking hell. Shoulds. A lot of shoulds. And Jerome Hughes should as well. Too many shoulds. There's a lot of shoulds, Eddie, but there's there's you've got three throbbers there that uh, you know, could be strolling back into into town. Now, uh, you say that there's underdone th- though, I guess. Well underdone throbbers, uh, and also up against a proud side who's mm. in search of a win. Yeah, yeah. Well they'll be spending the week looking at themselves in ocean That's pools right. and That's reflecting. Right. Uh, That's right. Now do we bring and this could be a good little segue into um, a proud son of the club. Uh, Mr. Hopperwadi. A favourite son. A favourite son. Now, is it time for Albert to get a run? There is yarns. We basically, I think we, we loaned Albert to the Warriors before then. You know, I think Moses Suley now out for the year with a Liz Frank. I mean, sorry, uh, Brendan Nobis Elliott. Yes, out. well, Brendan's out for the season with an ACL, but mm. Moses, Liz Frank. A lot of Liz Franks this year. A lot. Of, I'd never heard of Liz before never heard. this year. Well, injuries tend to do that, mate. When they get a bit of a head of steam up, they, they start to roll through Is the Is it comp. sort of like once you get a car, you notice that car on the road everywhere? That's, Possibly. That's sort of what I feel like with Liz. Like Liz Frank, fucking everywhere. I'm pretty sure Dill had a Liz Frank. Oh, there's, yeah, Liz is about... Liz is sort of like the standout yeah. injury of the season. Of the season, yeah. yeah. yeah like yeah. the rookie, rookie injury of the year. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh yeah, rookie injury of the year. It's, I mean, science still delivered. Yeah. I think it's not. It's a no contest. No, I think it? it's Liz Frank. She's definitely the breakout injury of the year. Yeah, that's right. Now, Albert. Albert. So Albert was loaned to the Warriors, but then is now there is a yarn I saw on someone's Twitter. One, some journo mm. may have even been friend of the show and notable boozehound Buzz Rothfield. <laughs> um, that he might be on playing off the bench this week. Okay. Now, I mean, fuck, Jono says shit all the time. We'll wait and see, Eddie. Mm. But more, for the team more importantly than you know whether he's going to play or not is the fact that he is the progeny of the great and powerful John Hopperwadi. John Hopper Hopperwadi. First of Hopperwadi fame. Of Hopperwadi fame. Of like, like, you know how the Falcon is Mario Fennec getting hit in the head with a ball? Yeah. Hoppering people is when you stick your finger in their bum now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, it's like, it's part of the It's the part of the Australian lexicon. That's right. He, John Hopperwadi mm. of Hopper fame, yeah. 
Son of Albert. Oh, Son father of, of Albert. Father of Albert. Father of 11 kids, yep. Albert being one of them. Mm. Um, he went on Instagram this week. If you don't follow him, you should, because he has a lot of helpful COVID information as well. But he went on the Instagrams, and I'm just going to have to get it up, really, because... I think we should go through it. I think we should be we should be going through this to help try and make sense of Hopper's uh, position. Position. So there was a an NRL.com article. Hasler won't recall Hoppawati yet. Um basically that is just obviously something that Hasler said. Not ready to call up Hoppawati. He hasn't debuted yet for Manly, but apparently an absolute throbber in the making mm. whilst maybe having suspect knees. But, you know, uh, not not necessarily going to be called up. So Hopper has shared a screenshot of that on his Instagram and he is Hop555 mm. if you want to go and follow him. Mm. And he's like, he's shared the thing saying Hasler won't recall Hopper yet and he says, good, we don't ever, all in capitals, want to come back. And that started what has been a real... Fucking hectic exchange. Hopper was obviously fuming, right? Yeah. Started interacting with some people, some P's and D's, not necessarily of ours, but just general P's and D's, mm. talking shit to him on his Instagram. So let me just take you through a couple of them, if you will indulge me, gentlemen. I'd, I'd, I'd love to. So this is P, P Wet Dog said to him, Thought you were better than that, John. Guess not. Albert is an awesome player, and I hope his knees hold up, but you speaking like that doesn't help. He would have slotted straight into the starting 13 this week, but he's on loan, to, uh, but he's on loan and Hasler had just said, not yet. Tommy's due back next week, so don't be a fuckwit. <laughs> Hop. P. Wet Dog, what the fuck would you know, cunt? <laughs> if you don't know the real situation, then in all caps, shut the fuck up and stay in your lane because you don't want to come in mine because I will fuck you up. <laughs> Hopper <laughs> Fuck he can be relied on Carney. Oh my god dude He is He's so good Then Blake under- What a what a gift to the game he Mate, is he, he, I was thinking He's about, an ornament He's an ornament to the game He's of rugby an league When you think about like The characters that make up The rich tapestry of rugby league Which we talk about every week Your Wayne Bennett's Your Phil Gus Goulds Your Ricky Stewart's Your, your Peter Volandis Your Bud Rossfield Kenty All these people Hopper is undoubtedly one of them. Like 100%. He's, he's up there. He's on the like wall. One of the great rugby league characters, mm. icons even. Yeah. He's on the wall. If you're painting, uh, like, you know, a Last Supper a, style of, of rugby of league, rugby league, royalty. great characters. Yeah. No, but great characters yes, in rugby yes, league. Yes, yes. If I'm making shirts, Tom, he's yes. on there. He has to be on there. Has to be. Absolutely. Not a bad idea for a shirt. Great characters in rugby yes. league. If, if someone, P's and D's out there, with, you know, a, an artistic flair. If mm. you want a baggy green and you feel like making a Last Supper-style great rugby league characters, there's a baggy green on offer. There's a, uh, there's a pub down in uh, The Rocks I, whose its name escapes me. It's, it says that it's the oldest one in Sydney, right? Do a terrific Guinness. But anyway, in the urinal, there's a, like, there's a photo on the wall. It's called the Legends Bar, and it's all these legends of like Australian sport in Is the bar. Is it called the Mercantile? No, it's not. Okay, having, have a, having a schooner. I'm thinking something like that. Yes. Yes. And well, great characters in rugby league. Yes. And John Hopawati is one. Is at the front of the bar. Correct. And, you know, don't go and make it with characters without, like, clearing some of them with us. Because we don't want you to get finished and then be like, no, I'm sorry. That is not 
He doesn't qualify. If you put Vossi in there, basically. Yeah. Um, but let's... Ray Warren. Of course Rabs is there. But that's You know what I mean? That's yeah, the, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the, it. That's, Rabs over... Vossi wouldn't be there. No, Rabs Ray would. would. Now, let's continue. Blake underscore Rangos. Lol, you're a has-been. Stop influencing your kids' games. None of them are as good as you were, but you're past your career. Let them play themselves. Your comments can affect their paths. You still love the spotlight. <laughs> Red rag to a bull, that one. At Blake Rangos, like you, all caps, fucking no, cunt. Because you've had a career. You've never had kids that play, so I do. I I know, so I do what's best for my kids. Sorry, the grammar's all over the shop. Of course. Uh, I don't take shit from clubs because they want to get rid of you. Oh, bruh. I don't take shit from clubs because when they want to get rid of you, they do. So all caps, shut the fuck up because you don't know the real story, fuckwit. <laughs> fuckwit is yeah. such a good term. So good. Um, Where's the one where he throws out his, his address? His address, yeah, yeah, no, I will. Don't worry, I'm, I, we're coming to it. Um, Benny Noonan. John, mate, loved you as a player, but you need to man up and uh, you need to man up, mate. Acting like a five-year-old girl, <clears throat> and hop at a Benny Noonan. Why? Because I'm telling the truth. All caps. Fuck manly, <laughs> Benny Noonan. Back to hop, and you probably are telling the truth, but hey. Eh? And then he's <laughs> back to Benny Noonan. Yeah, you wouldn't. All caps. Fucking no, cunt. <laughs> Benny Noonan. Ha, ha, man up, mate. You. You turned into a you t- tuned into a big girl. Obviously, no one can spell here. Then hop, come here and I'll man up. On- <laughs> oh come here, God. come here and I'll man up on you, cunt. You wouldn't know shit in all caps because you never played or had kids play. One thing you're good at is playing with yourself, <laughs> Benny Noonan. <laughs> Benny this Noonan. is on Instagram. Yeah, this is on, on his Instagram. own post on his in own. the comments. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was fun going. The through. only thing you're good at is. Playing with yourself, can't. Benny goes, ha ha, must be true then. Still a funny man, I see. It would be pretty damn funny if I bashed you, cunt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ornament. Ornament to the game. Ornament to the game. Now, uh, I'm sorry, but we will have to continue. I've done this so that the P's and D's don't have to, right? Mm. Stratosh 9. Well, good riddance of the Hopawati name from the Manly Club. And then hop up. Like we give a all caps fuck, cunt. <laughs> this is like a record for swearing. Uh, and then someone else, hop five. Like we do either. You were a flob and your son isn't good enough to get a start. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. Hop up. Coming from a cunt who's done nothing in his life and has a... All caps. Fake page. <laughs> uh, Could you imagine him just sitting in his house, probably on a lazy boy, just foaming at the man? Dude, he would be furious. Furious. And I'm wondering, is he typing this out? Has he got Instagram like on his computer? Or yeah, is this... he's a desktop guy. He's got... He, I just imagine, you know... He wouldn't be able to use them. Big thumbs. He's just a big guy. A huge guy. He's got... The, he'd have to have... I think a keyboard, wouldn't you? Well, I'd certainly opt for a keyboard. Massive hand. If you're interacting with this many people, I personally would opt for a keyboard. Hopper, always chasing the cash. No loyalty ever. Pretty dumb thing to say whilst your son is technically still under contract. All caps. Nothing to do with money, cunt. Another fuckwit that doesn't know what the fuck is going on. So fuck up, dumb shit. 
We've got to find the one. Oh my god! Where... Fuck up, dumb shit. <laughs> that is great. It is good, right? Like he actually in one of them. I would be petrified if John Hopawati of Hopawati fame, mate, you'd told have me to, to be... fuck up and go play with myself. I would fuck up. I would. I would say nothing. Now, I'm just because he. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, Rich McKeon, you're a flog hopper, absolute drama queen. And then Hopper's got laughing emojis. Another computer warrior that doesn't know what the fuck is going on. I bet you wouldn't say it to my face, cunt. And then Rich McKeon goes, "Where are you, Hopper?" <laughs> Hopper goes, "Come see me, cunt. I'm at 130 Eagle View Road, Minto. I'll be waiting, computer warrior." And then this guy's gone, Rich is going to be going, Hopper! And he's going, I'll be waiting, cunt! <laughs> so, I mean, mate, look. If you want to go out, take on Hopper, head out to Minto. Yeah, if you're, I mean, listen, I that there's a couple of things there. Something's obviously going on with Hopper and his, and his kid and whatever. And I mean, Hopper obviously wants the best for his kid. Sure. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. And I also, you know, like, there is a lot of... I mean, what the what most of those people were saying to them wasn't like you know trolling for trolling's sake, right? Mm. I didn't find any of that being like, oh, you're a fucking loser or da da da. But still, very easy to talk to John Hopewadi like that when it's behind a fucking Instagram account, of right? course. But it's um, also like they're like, this is hilarious. This, yeah, well, that's that's yes. for giggles. Mate. Yes, that probably is most. Well, you know what, the dribbler. I think it's for giggles for us and for the P's and D's. I think some of them. I think some, some of them, them were, but I think like some of them. They're like, Hopper. Yeah, 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 giggles. yeah. That's giggles. But there are some people in there who are genuinely like geeing him up in the sense that like they're talking shit to him. Mm. Even if you like, even if you haven't, like you're pissed, you don't like what Hopper's doing as if you can be bothered to fucking interact with the guy on Instagram, right? Like, mm. but unless it's for giggles or, yeah, no, 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 or your, but even for giggles, right? Even if it's for giggles. That's like that's still trolling, right? That's how people would justify saying fucked up shit to a player for not playing. Of course, well. they're trolling you. Yeah, but so what I mean is, I also think people who do that are pieces of shit. Yes, you know what I mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but, but I think he attracts. Well, what I, I the think attention that, because yes. people know that he's capable. Well, of he also attracts off. the attention because he's putting it on Instagram and saying "fuck man, we're never going to come back." So yeah. like. In that sense, I can understand how he's attracting it. Whereas if it's just a player who's mm. injured or had a bad game and then you're just getting people trolling him, that's when the trolls are the real assholes. Yeah, yeah. Whereas this is Hopper kind of... This is funny. I wonder though if you're like, if you're his son, are you like, Dad, can you not go to fucking Instagram with this I shit, think, and this is just me assuming here, I think that they've... they've because they're the children of, of John, I think they just know how he operates and they just go, Yeah, but you whatever. know what, though? Like, like, maybe they don't like it, but they're just used to it. Well, yeah, no, you're certainly used to it, but I don't think you ever get used to being embarrassed, you know? So if you're like, if he keeps doing this shit, you're like, oh, yeah, this is something my dad does, but, ah, he's done it again. And it's on his gram, and then it's written about, and then it's spoken about on the biggest podcast on the planet. Like, you, you never... <laughs> Yeah, I get that. Maybe Albert's into it. Maybe he's like, yeah, thank maybe, God. Well, that's step it. Maybe, up for yeah, me. Step up for me, Dad. Yeah, yeah. Because no one else will. And yeah. look, now he's maybe playing this week. If he, well, that's the thing. If he plays this week, maybe John, Dad's done a good job. He's claiming the, the win. Dad, big John. Big John. And so he should. And so he should. Ornament of the game. I want to see Albert run out. I do. Because I've, I've heard big things. Yeah, I also want him to play. I mean, at the end of the day, the Hopawati gene pool is 
pretty fucking good for rugby league. Yeah. This will be their third son playing rugby league football after John. Who? Will and... Jamil. Oh, yeah. That's right. And then Albert. Yep. And then there is... Has he got a couple more coming through? There are... Well, he's had 11 kids. I assume that of the remaining... Uh, quick math, Eddie. What's 11 minus 3? 8. Of the remaining 8, there should be a couple of young boys in there. All girls playing in the NRLW. But more potential. More potential for hilarious John Hoppawati rhetoric. Yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. Good stuff. Uh, Manly for the win this week. Manly for the win. Specials. I'd load up on them. Um, Now, just a couple other rugby league things as we whip through the remaining uh, round. Yeah, mate. Seabold apparently been offered a million dollars by the Broncos to just fuck off immediately. Now, I'm not 100% sure what he's on a year, but if you're on clearly more than a million dollars for mm. your the, the like the what's the fucking word I'm looking for the the uh, value of his contract yeah is more than a million dollars yeah six years yeah but I think they might be like performance clauses in there. Someone was saying like I remember reading that a while ago. Like if you you know if you lose eighty percent of your games in one season or something, then there are clauses in there for them to be able sure. to terminate you so and not pay out. The, the CEO full- said he said. At one point, he said there were performance clauses, and then another time, he said there wasn't. And and so we don't know. And Seabold said there wasn't. So if there were performance clauses, they could have already just they could sack him and not pay him. Mm. So it's not like I'm just trying to get. But, what, Seabold- but that's what I don't get. Why would you take the million when you're entitled to? That's what I'm three? saying. So it's like he hasn't said anything yet, but I'm like, you know, why wouldn't you just be like, no, dude, you're going to pay me maybe not the whole contract, but you're going to pay me more than fucking a million dollars. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm insulted. I, I stand that. to make. F- Let's say I extend it. Well, how much is he on a year? I don't know. I think it was, and this is obviously a Dior, but I thought it was like in the sort of like between six and eight hundred grand. Mm. If I'd, he's on eight hundred grand as a coach, wild, wild, wild. Um, but anyway, I ultimately, and we've reamed him. Everyone's been reaming him. He's been just reamed mm. left within right an inch of within an inch of his life. I think he's probably going to enjoy getting the fuck away from rugby league and the absolute spotlight hell. 100%. I feel sorry mate. for him. 100%. And maybe that's what this is. Take the million and, and you, just can, go, you, and know, you like, can get out of the fire. Yeah. Because you're melting. Yeah. There's not much of you left. You're, ba- you're barely recognizable, mate. You'd want to be. You'd want it to be, wouldn't you? I think you'd want it to be like, all right, you're going to give me a million. Well, half of that immediately goes to tax. So I'm going to want a million clean. I'm going to want a million clean, thank you very much. Which means I want two. Which means I want two million. Yeah. At least. But they've offered a million, right? So I'd be like, okay, good starting point. Yeah, that's appreciate great. it. Really good starting point. It's a million. I like where I we're get, I get how these things work. Look. We're you, at the negotiations yeah, table. Yeah, we're at the negotiations table. You make a bid, I make a bid, and then we come together harmoniously in the middle. So you've said one, I'm saying four. Yeah. How does that sound? How's that? Is that good to you? Like... Obviously, yeah, I'm disrespected that you even threw a million at me, but I understand why you did it. It's a negotiation process. Nice first offer. Four. Nice first offer. Four, Four and, then mi- we, and then we get down, and then we maybe it's two, two and a half, but the, this is what I've this got. This is where I'm coming from. I've got Four. a million in the cat. I've got a million in the bank. Yeah, I could sit around if you want me to and just yeah. coach the team. Yeah. So I'm going to need four from you. Yeah, yeah. Happy to, happy to start with four. We'll start with four, and then we'll work from there. Mm. Let's work from four. And do you know why I said four? 
because you gave me a six year contract. And you just lowballed the fuck out of me with that one million. Yeah, yeah, but you gave me the contract. You gave it to me, and now you're trying to break my balls with a million. Yeah. I've just gone through hell for the past yeah. <laughs> 10 yeah. weeks. Yeah, yeah. My name's Sullied. I've been Yeah, I'll never coach mark. a first grade team again. No, no, so it's all over for me. I'm, Bush Footy is calling Bush softly. Footy or maybe. <laughs> and I'm going to yeah. get paid with meat pies. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to get a job for the rest of my life. In rugby league, no, so I maybe get a, you know he might get like an assistant coach or like a backs no, coach. No, look, not not a job I want. No, now if they if, you know if there's a urinal job going, you know what I mean, where I'm make sure all the urinal cakes are up to standard and they're they're fully stowed. Look, I could I could potentially do something like that if I have to, but I don't want to. No. So I'm going to need that two million cash. Well, four million actually, and then we'll work from four. But if you say one million again, yeah. then I'll see out my contract. Yeah, yeah, and the urinal cakes can wait. Yeah. <laughs> Your call. Your call. Your call, Broncos. Famous club. Proud club. Yeah. Happy to wait. I'm happy to wait this one out. Yeah, sit it out. I think what you, I think what they need to do, the Broncos, is just pay him out. There's money there, surely. They, dude, they're owned by a News Corp. Yeah, yeah, but they're also the Broncos. That's huge, what I mean. They got shitloads of money. Fucking shit, only one of only few profitable clubs. Pay him out. Fuck him off, and then just go, Cameron. What can we do to get you involved with the Broncos? Because you know what, you come up here and you can captain coach. Cam Smith. Yeah. I'm thinking, like, you know what I mean? I Look, I know. I'd, I'd be like, and then and then you come up here and you play and you just get out, get our affairs in order for us from a team perspective, mm. and then you can coach. That's what we're offering you. Like, a path to straight into bloody coaching. Yeah, yeah fuck you. Yeah. Why not? I am of the opinion. Firstly, I think Kevy Walters touted as the coach who he might come in to coach. That's what I heard last night. But I... Am of the opinion, and please let me know if you agree. It sounds like you don't already. Uh, that to sign Cameron Smith to a club for me, like I guess what you'd get out of it is but maybe the, like you get know, more he's than a, a player. Yeah, I know you get you get like you get more than standards. Minutes. You get a guy with a football brain. Systems like, standards. Culture, it all means something. I though. know, but he's so old. I know but he's yeah, still but, playing well, but I'm like, Jesus. But it's Christ. not that. That's not what you want. You want him to come in and set the standard. Is he really going to captain and coach? I'm, mate, I'm just spitballing. No, here, I know, right? but people are saying this shit. I'm like, really? They reckon he could coach. They reckon yeah, he could no, coach no. tomorrow. Cam's, uh, Craig Bellamy said, the "What best. do you got to lose? He said, what have best. you got to lose?" That's true. I mean, if you're the Broncos, you don't have much to lose in terms of setting standards, bro. He's unrivaled. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They need something because they're a fucking mess. They are a mess. From top to bottom. I reckon even if you get a season out of him and then just transition him into another role, that's what I'd be selling him, the package, yeah, the dream. Yeah, 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 the dream. Come home, son. Yeah, come home. Save a once-famous club. You could do that. Save the You've club. already done it all. Well, save the club you grew up liking. I think You've already was, done it all. I think he was a Broncos fan. You've already, yeah, he did. He is. You've already done it all. Considered by many to be the GOAT. This is the next challenge, yeah. and it's an almighty one. It is one. That's it's, what this, I'd be saying. This selling. might be your greatest feat. This is this could be your greatest feat if you can turn this club from where they are rock bottom and take them to a premiership in the next five years. That's that's what that's that's legacy. Yeah, yeah. That's that's uh, the cherry on top sort of stuff. Now, outside of them being a you know a basket case, mm. how fucking good was Katoni Stag's try? Thank God you brought that up. Because that was. The best individual try of the season without That's doubt. almost one of the greatest fans I've ever seen. Yeah. The sound. The sound. And he threw him. Yeah. 
you and was, Aiken got mate, thrown. Mate, that was, that was like stuntman stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where they're like, except the guy attached to their th- back. Who got thrown? Ewan Aiken. Except Ewan wasn't, he wasn't signed as a stuntman. He no. Was, he was giving his all. Yeah, but but I think also stuntman where like, you know, in the Marvel movies and like an explosion happens and the, the, the actors are attached to like ropes and shit that like pull them out of shot to make it look like an explosion. He didn't have ropes attached to That's him. That's what I'm saying. And there wasn't an explosion. That's what I'm saying. He just got thrown. He got... Mauled. Mauled. Um, but then, it wasn't done then. He throws you an Aiken, mm. and then he shrugs off some other beater who tries to tackle him, mm. and then the dummy passed, sells the dummy to Matt Dufty. Cardinal sin, though. Dufty, going for the intercept there. Yeah, but like... Bootstraps, mate. Yes, absolutely. Just Body on the that. line stuff. Well, I think he probably just didn't want to tackle a rampaging... Well, he saw what happened to you, and he goes, no thanks. Yeah, well, he's also seen his work in the bedroom. and was like, this yeah. guy... Yeah, this guy's a team player. This guy's a team player. This guy's utility. This guy yeah. will do whatever it needs to be done. This bloke took a hoof in yeah. the mouth yeah. for the best part of half an hour. Now, <laughs> am I going to make that tackle? Am I going to make the tackle of a man so After wild? <laughs> this guy's so wild, he'll chomp feet if he has to. <laughs> and no, Will. Will. It's just steamrolled like four people up there. Yeah. Ewan Aitken's still trying to work out what day it is. Ewan's retiring. Yeah. <laughs> He's just thrown Ewan into retirement. He's just thrown Ewan in. Ewan's going to the Warriors And now. I saw him deep throw to hoof. Like, no, no thanks. No, thank you. I'll I'm going to go for the dump. I'm, I'm going to go through the intercept. Yes. Uh, I'm out of it. Yeah, I'm out. He Whatever. literally sprinted past him. He yeah. was running yeah. the other way. Yeah, he wasn't stopping. Like no, He no. didn't slow down for contact. He's like, no, I'm no, going to no. run Fuck no. You, you he didn't plant the feet. No. He ran. He ran. It was fantastic. New South Welshman. We've been talking about him, obviously. Yep. We anointed him as blue and waiting, and yeah, then yeah, obviously yeah. he goes and puts on a performance like that. I obviously listen to the podcast. Oh, of course. He knows that you know he's got the backing of, of the podcast, which is, I, I guess, probably what a young player needs. Yeah. Well, it's seen him go to another level, Tom. Yes, it has. Unsurprising. No. Unsurprising. Unsurprising. But loved every bit of it. Katoni, yep. shining light there. Yeah. But... I like him in blue, Tom. Yeah, I'd like, I'd like to blue. see him in blue. Uh, and then... It's a, it's a New South Wales fan. Absolutely. That's a... Uh, uh, yeah, we'll hold on to the shield, thanks. Yeah, Bruh. thank you. Thank that you sort of so fan. much for the shield. Mm. Uh, but then, um, Eddie... And I think he does... He could be a utility, though. I know we talk about him sexually. He's got utility value. I know we talk about him sexually in the bedroom being a utility, you know, but actually on the field could be a utility. I yes. think he may have even came in... When he started playing footy, he was playing in the back row for the Broncos. When he oh, I see utility factor. He can play in the back row. He can play in the centres. Fullback, wing, centres. Everywhere you want. Sign him up. Sign him up. Put um, him in. Free. And uh, the only other thing from rugby league land, Eddie, that I can remember was Papali's that? ankle tap, which was divine as well. I like that for Josh. Big, thick milkman. Big, thick milkman. Like... Can move. Chase down like the quickest guy on the opposition. And then he knocked it off. Allegedly. Did he knock it off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hectic. Yeah. That was all. That was Papali. dreamy stuff. That was rugby league. The milkman, bro. Yeah. Love that. And then Ricky was like, he's going to go down as one of all time greats. Fair. Fair. So fair. I like the Raiders. We we put a line through the Raiders a couple of weeks ago when I think they lost Hodgson. They lost a bunch of players and they were. In fairness, they looked like shit. They didn't look like they were. They looked like they were going bad, and it was like, oh no! After the grand final, mm. but they have kind of been under the radar, just winning, getting wins here mm. and there, going well, going mm. all right, doing what they need to do. Mm. To now, where they're like almost in the top four, I'm mm. like, yes, milk, yes, mm. come on, milk, love that, fucking love it. I want the milk. Honestly, obviously, Manly still in with a with a shot, but. 
outside of that, it's probably Milk and Panthers. Panthers are so hot right now. They are hot, but I'm just wondering whether it's going to be like, yeah, you're hot, and then you're going to get to that point. Are they the too season. hot too early? That's what I mean. Are they, they might, too hot They might be too, too hot too early, and then when the Roosters get their $15 million worth of talent back... And then the storm get you know like just these teams I'm with big game for experience. I'm pumped for October, bro. October's gonna be. So I am so up. wet for October. Yeah, dude. God damn. It's the wet and it's season. gonna be. It's the wet season, baby. It's the wet season October on the east coast. Is the wet season. That's a, that's the east coast wet season. So October. we've got and we've got daylight savings. Daylight savings. Footy it finals. Was six day, it was six day six weeks rather as of Sunday morning. Right till till. The days are long, baby. Because even when we're coming in here, it's like, oh, dude, it's still so light now. Oh, yeah, it's glorious. It's like, fantastic. We're out. Yeah. We're out of we're, winter. Yeah, yeah, we're out of winter. It's come and gone. Yeah. It's come and gone, and I'm fucking pumped. And what was what is good about it is when we were entering winter, it was like, fuck, dude, like COVID hit in what, March? Yeah. Or like, yeah, was it end March. of Feb, March? March is when it really got a roll on. Right, and we, we, the scary thing was like winter was on the horizon, mm. Game of Thrones vibes, winter is coming, and it was like, dude... Imagine how fucked COVID's going to be when we're all getting colds and shit. Yeah, yeah. In Victoria, that's exactly well, that what is happened. what happened. But like, I think, look, I don't want to. By go and too large, early. we've kind of jumped out of winter. Yeah, pretty well. Ah, uh, springboarded out, Tom. Yeah, yeah. Uh, pep in the step. Yeah. I just want to give a round of applause. I hope I'm not going off too early here for New South Wales for going the big lift, going the big lift. Cases down. Cases down. Everyone's hunky dory. It seems. Touch yes. wood. But, These things will probably flare up intermittently in states. But I just want, I thought around the pause, pat on the back. Big time. But I think, I don't know, well, you'd hope to Christ it doesn't get as bad as it did in Victoria anywhere else. But I do think it's fair to expect that this will, until there's like a vaccine or something fucking happens, that it's probably going to be like random spot fires. Yeah, spot fires. We'll just put them out. Yeah. Just put them out. Hopefully we just respond better to the spot fires. Like, get the hose out, baby. That's it. Hose them down. Out. If you feel sick, get a test. Hose them down. I, I also think, though, it's probably going to be used a lot more now. COVID is like a built-in excuse to get out of work. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, tickle in the throat. Got to yeah. get a COVID test. Yeah, that's what the smart operator does. You get two days off immediately. Yeah. that's the, Minimum. That, yeah, that's the smart operator's play. Yeah. Yeah. A real smart operator. Real smart operator. Um, but rugby league, tremendous. Can't wait for October. Go Manly. Go Manly. Did you hear that stat about the Panthers as well? Like in the last forty, in the first twenty minutes of the last fourteen rounds, they've outscored their opponents one hundred and ten nil. Holy shit! Really? Yeah. There was something about them as well, where like they've got some. I think Ivan's got it where they have to. They like one of the goals they said is in the first minute, seven minutes of every game, they are comparing their scores to the opposition. So similar to what that stat is, you're saying mm. first twenty minutes, but in the first seven minutes of every game, they're like, they want to try and hold the opposition to as few points and them score as many points as possible, which just seems like a weird arbitrary number seven minutes, but like clearly it's fucking working. Yeah. I guess just get off on the right foot and you just control the momentum. Yeah. So... They're killing it. Parramatta. Mm. Now, I don't want to say that they've been uh, milking penalties, but I heard a stat today, Tom, that... Half of all crusher tackles, right, have been against by players playing against the Eels. I think Micah Sieb has been involved in like three. Really? Yeah. So this is for 2020, obviously. Yeah, for 2020. Um, well, Bellamy was like, they're fucking milking it. And then Brad Arthur was like, we do not practice milking penalties. Uh, bull. 
shit. <laughs> Bullshit. I don't believe it for yeah, a right. second. Because the value in milk in a penalty is so obvious. Yes. Do you know what I mean? But I wonder oh, whether... we need a bit of field possession. Milk. But I wonder whether you need to be taught to milk a penalty. Or if it's like, oh, that kind no, of... No, no, it's like, like, it's like... You just do it, right? No, no, it's at training. Fucking milk penalties, boys. Milk them. You reckon? Yes. I, I mean, maybe. Maybe. I don't, I don't disagree with you, but I'm also like, I feel... You don't reckon it's talked about? I'd say that in any, in any training or like in any coaching situation, you'd be like, mate, if the guy like gets you around the face, stay down. Like yeah. in a high tackle, right? If you cop, if you feel one around the jaw, if you get, if you get bloody, uh, who's our manly Hit high. winger? Who's our manly winger that? If you get Furnered. Furnered or Vernard, whatever. If you get Furnered, stay down. Mm. So like, yeah, I get that. But then there's also probably times where it's like, if we've got an advantage or the defensive line is moving backwards because we've made a break, mm. then don't stay down if you just get knocked on the chops. Like, just get up and play the fucking ball so the play can continue. I don't know. I mean, the stat is pretty damning. Oh, it's damning. It's very damning. And I just think it's a little bit too coincidental. That's all I'm saying. Mm. That's, that's all fair. I'm saying. No, that's fair. I think Brad's looking for an edge. And I think Parramatta are looking for an edge because they haven't won the comp since the 80s. And, hey, yeah. Well, they aren't winning this year. No, they're not. And largely speaking, I'm sorry if you're a Parramatta fan. Like, yeah, good win the other night. But, like, you're not that good. But it's you're not. No, it wasn't really a good win. Because you wasn't. beat a Storm team that was down so on troops. And you didn't score that many points either. No. You beat them. 14-0, which is, like, not that convincing, is and it? And you haven't won the comp for fucking 30 years. No, that wasn't convincing at all. If you're a Parramatta fan and you like, in your heart of hearts, you probably know this I, ain't your year. I think you know. I think you know in your heart of hearts that you might be waiting 70, 80 years. Yeah. I think that's what you know. Yeah, I think so. And, I mean, I think the sooner you come to terms with, like, 80 years, mm. then no year's a disappointment. No, exactly. If the, if, the, if the standard is, if the benchmark is failure... Yeah then you stand you to be impressed and That's happy. Yep. You go to bed happy. You'll sleep well if you allow yourself to become a loser. Yeah, that's it. Accept your lot in life. Accept that you're a loser. Which is why it's hard to be a Manly fan because greatness oozes out of every poor. That's why we take the losses so personally. Yeah. They sting. They sting much more because greatness oozes from the poor of the sea eagle. Yes. Always said that. Yeah. You can bottle it. You can. sell it. Yeah. That's what Jeff Bezos drinks, mate. It is. It, it, seagull. Seagull ooze. success. Ooze from the eagle. Yeah. That's what... Well, how do you reckon Amazon got so big, baby? Yeah, yeah. That's seagull ooze. He was licking seagulls. He wasn't, he wasn't licking eels. No, he wasn't licking eels. Put it that way. No one's licking eels. Except eels. Except the eels. And that's because they're a bunch of losers. Yeah. So, 80 years. You could even... Mate, I think the Broncos have been eating eel. I they're think that eel. might be it. Seabold, that's what he did all off-season. He ate eel. And now he sucks. And now he sucks. And now they're going to go on a premiership drought, the Broncos. Don't eat eels, punters and dribblers. Stay away from the eels. Some bloke offers you eel, go, nah, I'm going to no, have seagull, Get please. the fuck away from me with that eel. If you go mm. have a sushi, sushi train, sometimes yep. they try and sell you eel. Yeah. Get away from me. Oh, and you're probably saying to yourself, but I've never seen them offer seagull. Of course they haven't, because you're a loser. Yeah. No one, people that eat eel don't get offered seagull. No. But if you find yourself on the peninsula, baby, it's everywhere. Yeah, you can get it. Oh, yeah. You can get it. It's a delicacy. Yeah, it's a delicacy. Brookvale Chinese? Yum char up there? It's all eagle. It's all eagle, baby, from top to bottom. Stir-fried eagle. Yeah. It's good as well. Fried rice with eagle. Yeah, yeah. But they can tell you're a loser and they won't offer it to you. Yeah. Oh, well, no, but they won't let you in. No. They go, mate, the eel bar's that yeah, way. Yeah, sorry. No, we don't serve eel here. And you go, oh, no, I want to try eagle. And they go, you come any closer and we'll shoot you. Yeah. Get out. Yeah. Now, you're fuck bringing off bad eel. energy here, you yeah. losers. 
See you in 80 years and you might win a premiership, but you probably won't. Because you're an eel. Because you're an eel and you suck. And you ate eel. And what did we say at the start of the season? Probably something similar and it's probably come true. I can't remember. I can't qualify either way, but are you going to go back and find it? No. So for all you know, we're right. <laughs> the eels suck. Enjoy that 80-year drought, bruh. Yeah, dude. We, we thought it, the drought in Australia was bad. Yeah. Oh, we did. That was real bad. Stung. Yeah. Nothing like that. Nothing like the eels drought. Now, listen, I know we are huge in the farming community and, you know, that drought hit the, the, the drought affected parts of this country quite hard and we sincerely stand with all of our brothers and sisters of the land, Eddie. But no drought, and I repeat, no drought has been more crippling than the drought the Parramatta Eels have been going through since the fucking 1920s or whenever they last won the premiership. <laughs> And it looks like it's going to go for another 80 years at least. Yeah. What year will it be in 80 years, Eddie? 2100. Wow. Yeah. Are they going to win in 2100? No way. No, not a chance. It's, that's too beautiful a number. <laughs> There's no way they're winning in 2100. No way. No way. They're going to win. It'd be like 2113 or something. And even then, dude, I, I can't see him winning. I can't see him winning again. I can't see him winning another comp. I think the fucking... The sun will swallow the earth before the eels yeah, get another comp. I think so. I think we're, they're probably looking at the sun expanding and going, shit, we're running out of time here. Look, look I, I might be speaking at a turn here, but I reckon it's been brought up at a board level. People, them going, is five billion years long enough? <laughs> is there any way that we can slow down the expanding and explosion of the sun? Because we need to get at least one more comp in. I don't know if the sun has enough fuel for us to win a comp. That's my fear. That's my fear. Deals board meeting. And I that's that. like uh, um, when I say my fear. You're talking, you're pretending yeah, to be. Yeah, I'm pretending to be a board member. You, what, what just happened there was you were acting, right? Yeah. That was phenomenal. Like, that's probably what they do at a board level. Yeah. They're like At the annual general in, meeting, yeah. all the club at members the AGM, come in instead of, instead of looking for new talent and trying to, you know. Oh, you get a scientist improve, in there. Yeah, and improve it's like, the team. They've got scientists running numbers, yeah, quant models, quant models. going, how do we slow down the sun's use of energy? <laughs> They probably. I hear they got a clock in their uh in their sort of their RSL part of their uh what's it called their fucking the leagues club the leagues club. There's a clock counting down. Yeah, five billion years. Five billion years. It's ticking, and they're wigging out. Dude. Yeah, and you know what? When you go for it, when you go for a parmigiana at the leagues club, all they do is look at the clock and go, "They're Holy all shit, watching the we're clock. losing seconds." Jesus Christ, we haven't won a comp yet. I've been here for two hours. That's two hours that our club won't get back. Yeah, it's two hours closer, two hours to, the closer sun, to the sun eating the earth. And and us not winning another comp. <laughs> so it's tough. It, it is tough. That's a lot of pressure to be under. Oh baby, yeah. that's why they're milking penalties. That's why they're milking penalties. That makes sense. Of course they are. They're like fuck. The clock's ticking. The clock is ticking here. Ah, oh, my neck. <laughs> my neck. Ah, oh, crusher. <laughs> and then Brad's going. I got no idea what you're talking about. We're yeah. not. We're not under any pressure at all. To, to beat the sun and everyone's going the sun what are you talking about <laughs> nothing Punters and Dribblers today's episode brought to you by Good Day the fastest selling multivitamin of all time do I have data to back that up no I don't that's a vibe based thing big shout out to the, the dribblers that are already uh, on it it's, it's changing lives I think 207 reviews 5 star all of them at begoodhealth.com.au if you need uh, to hear it straight from the dribbler's mouth, go and read them because it's been described multiple times as life-changing. 
As we explained last week, we are currently uh, taking pre-orders only as we are out of stock because it sold way quicker than anyone could have possibly expected, which we fucking love you all for. We are taking pre-orders. It'll be back in stock later this month, and if you are a subscriber, you will be getting the goods you have not been forgotten about. Begoodhealth.com.au, code dribbler for 20% off. We love you. Punters and Dribblers podcast is always brought to you by the betting platform of choice over here, and that is Neds. Neds, baby. Neds. That's it. Number one in Australia, in our opinion, nay the world, nay the universe, nay the multiverse. Now, if you want to follow Tom and I and our mate Guru and our mate Sebo, I mean, I think Tobler's on there, but who cares about that? The Profiles tab, Ed, it's uh, an innovation by Neds where you can go and you can see what people are betting on. It is essentially accountability in app form. Well, it's accountability personified. Correct. Uh, there's also obviously the About Even group in there where everyone's sharing their own bets, giving each other shit, having a laugh, having a chuckle, having a Paul Rahihi. That's a rugby league reference that some may not get. But no, I will. liked it. Now, you win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Buy a six-pack of Big Day Rosé at hellosport.shop. What are we doing month of May? Because we are working our way through the remainder of the uh, the most recent vintage. Got a couple left that we want to get rid of before we then turn all of our attention to the end of the year. Just feeling generous, Tom. We're feeling generous, and it's, a t- it's, it's sale time. We just thought, fuck it. If you buy a case and you use the code MANLY... You get fifty bucks off the case. If you, you buy go. two cases, you get a hundred bucks off. Yep. You get what I'm trying to say. Go to hellosport dot shop. Bang, rose on there. Code manly, fifty bucks off a case. Pretty fucking generous, if you ask me. But we love the punter and we love the dribbler, and we're just like, let's get this vintage out there to the people that yep. want it most. Let's get it in the gullets of the nation. That's right. Gull it up. Now, this will either come out on Tuesday or Wednesday, this podcast. We're recording on a Monday, as per usual. Mm. Wednesday evening, fight of the century. Yep. Jeff the Horn at Horn, yep. the national treasure. Yep. Treasure of the nation. Treasure of the nation versus Tim Sue Sue, Kostya's boy. Yeah. Kostya's progeny. Kostya's proj. <laughs> Kostya's proj. The proj of Kostya. Um, obviously, we're Hornman. Yeah. We're in Camp Horn. Yeah, we're horny We're team men. Horn. We're horny men. We're in the hornet's nest. Yeah. We're horny dudes. <laughs> That's Is that what his fan club's called? The horny, horny dudes? The horny dudes, yeah. I think it is. Um, <laughs> Who's horny? Yeah, horny. <laughs> now, obviously, the fight build-up's been at an absolute fever pitch. <laughs> I don't even know fever pitch is right. It's all anyone can talk it's about. It's beyond fever it's pitch. It's absolutely it is, it is. It has it's, taken over the water coolers of this nation, yeah, Tom. Yeah, Like nothing I've ever seen. McGregor Mayweather sort of levels are high. Uh, what? 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 No, I don't think so. Even bigger. Way bigger. Yeah. Uh, remember Pacquiao fucking Mayweather? No, no, no. No, no. Good luck. Yeah, yeah, good luck. This thing is at the top of every Google search yep. globally. Yep. Now... Dior, while we're talking, I would love for you because I couldn't find it to please find whatever what belt they're fighting for. Now, the one of the big storylines of the pre-fight hype, Eddie, mm. has been, and this is 
when you know the blood's bad and you know that the shit's serious is who's going to walk out second? Who's the B-side? Who's the A-side? Who's, who's the, B-side? the B-side? B walks out first. Well, no, no, no. So A-side and B-side's already been... It, uh, Horn is the A-side. He's getting so 60, he should walk out second? He's getting 60% of the purse. Well, and, then what do we... What's the... what's? Because Tim... The A walks Tim, out second. Tim holds the belt. Oh. Okay. But it's obviously like a cereal box belt. Well... Listen, Eddie. I mean, are you disrespecting whatever well, the belt just, is? Well, I'm just saying that... Hornet's fighting for it. Hornet's going to take it if he wins. But Hornet's the... going to have that belt wrapped around his waist. But the bloke with He's the gonna belt... He's going to take it into the schools of the this nation. The bloke with the belt, usually the A. No. Not not always. Really? Obviously, well, no. Like, obviously, yes. But obviously, also no. Because not, in this instance... Not when it's the biggest fight of all time. Yes, you never know. Fair enough. Um, but... Some real, real vitriolic uh, sort of yarn going on. Mm. Re, uh, re the belt. Right. And I'm just going to see if I can find. I actually, oh, was it on my computer? Is it? I think they're going for the the WBO Global Belt and the IBF Australasian Belts. And welterweight. The IBF Australasian is covered. Yeah, dude. And the WBO Global Belt, which clearly, I mean, is that sort of like an intercontinental championship in WWF? You know, where it's like, obviously, it's not the world title of anything. Like, it's not something that's a world champion of anything. No, it's, it's global. Like, it's a global, like, planetary... It's I, bigger. Is it the champion of the planet? Like, a oh, pla- or like, is it a... No, it's like the... It's like the... It's like the champion of the galaxy. Is it... Global. So this is interplanetary, maybe. I would have thought so. So is in. I mean, that's why it's interesting. I'm not. Sure, I, I don't know how to make sense of global and world, right? Like one's a global world bigger. Global seems bigger to me. Global seems way bigger. Global seems way bigger. I think you need to be like world champions below global, right? In the You've hierarchy got a, of the belt. Okay, and so so you'd have global Australasian world, world. champ because yep. Australasian's big as well. That's, huge, uh, huge. And so is that two belts on the line? Yeah, that's what, that is what it says here. Holy, you know shit. what else is on the line, Tom? Pride, honor, pride, pride and honor, honor and pride, and the title of who's the best boxer in Australia in this wide brown land. Well, in the and Australia, the, Australia historically, Tom, historically speaking, the proudest boxing nation on the planet, without a doubt, without a shadow of a doubt. Um, all the great champions, all the great champions, Dior, come from Australia. Mm-hmm. Think your Mundines, think your Danny Greens, your Kosha Zoos, your Kosha Zoos, Jeff father Fennick. of. Father of Tim. Father of Tim. The uh, Marrickville Mauler. The big uh, the Big Daddy Brown. Big Daddy Brown. Who could forget? Who could forget? Who could forget Big Daddy it's a, Brown? It's a list of who's who. Yes. And um, there'll be a list of who's who is in attendance, I would Can't thought. wait. Now, tickets still on sale. $29. Not sold out? Surprisingly, no. Or are they just adding, they're just adding level? They, I think they've maybe added some some bleachers. Yeah. Yeah. To the car park. Um, but it is very... Uh, you know, I mean, it's all on the line here. Glenn Rushton, 3N Glenn, of um, Dolphin. Dolphin Palace fame, mm. said Jeff's never been fitter. Ever? No. Jeff's never been fitter. And Jeff's been fit. Jeff's been fit. And funnily enough, Timmy Tsu's manager, mm. also a Glenn, but he's a 1N Glenn. Bullshit. Swear to God. Well, you know a 3N Glenn trumps a 1N Glenn in well, the Glenn stakes. Well, every every day of the week, 3Ns are better than 1. <laughs> I've never seen a 1N Glenn. <laughs> 
Neither have I. That's like when you see, you know, you see that white whale swimming that, up and down Sydney every yeah. time. Like, oh, it's the only white humpback in the world. That, it's like that Glenn sounds sick to me, dude. He's That's missing a sick Glenn. Yeah, he's missing he, a couple he's ends. Missing a couple ends. I had to double take. I was like, what do you mean a one end Glenn? <laughs> I can't. I've never heard of a one end Glenn. I've never heard of a one end Glenn. <laughs> never in my life. These this guy. Two's the standard. Three's the dream. Two's the standard, but one. Three's the gold standard. Yeah. Two's the standard. Three's the gold standard in in Glens. In Glens. Yeah. A one end Glen is, listen, I mean, Wrong. it's, it's but, it, but it's 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 interesting. It's a battle of the three end and the one end. Like it's a it's an interesting amount of ends. Which Glen will reign supreme? Yeah. I think I'd know who the the safe money's on. Oh, the safe money's on three end Glen every day of the week. Yeah. I think three end Glens titles intact. Does, does whether it does is there is there also like a battle going on? Like if if three end Glen is to defeat one end Glen, does he take one of his ends? <laughs> And Does so- he become a four-end Glenn? <laughs> and then one end becomes two-end. Glur. And then, well... <laughs> <laughs> so if one end is to lose, he just becomes Glur. But if he is to win... He becomes a two-end Glenn. two-end Glenn and three-end Glenn. Now it's becomes two-end a two-end Glenn. Glenn, yeah. That's what I think. Because that's traditionally how more Glens can... You know, you can, that's how you can accumulate ends. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> Mate, if there wasn't already enough on the line, if there wasn't the global Pacifiana the global belt, the global the, belt, the Passiona belt, the Passiona global belt, and the fucking Asia Pacific, whatever. Mm. But this is a battle for ends. At the end of the day, this is the end bowl, this baby. Is, it's all about the ends. Well, good luck to both Glens. Oh, oh my goodness. Because, I, I mean, listen, for three-end Glen, obviously, it's losing an end's bad. But yep. for one-end Glen, he hasn't got many ends to play with. He's got one. He's got one end to play with. He could become a Glur, which is... That's, uh, that. We thought one end was rare. Was rare. <laughs> a Glur. No one's met a Glur. Not in an English-speaking nation, anyway. I don't know where... Where was the last Glur you met? I've never met a Glur. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean, fuck, if you go down that train of thought, I've never met a, a four-end gland. No. I've never met a glur. So maybe the safe money's on zoo. <laughs> Wait, you reckon zoo? So then it'll just be two two-end glands. So, you know what I mean? I've never met a glur. Is there a reason for that? I don't know. Maybe that's... Yeah, well, look, there could be a reason. I'm, I mean, I'm obviously... I'm just looking for patterns here. Yeah, no, I know. It's some hard. sort of edge in the in the betting game. It's hard to find patterns in a world that doesn't make sense because <laughs> I never knew a one-end gland existed, let alone a glur. <laughs> And if we have a glow by by Thursday, yeah, by Thursday morning, imagine waking up a glow. <laughs> you, you wake up a Glenn and you go to bed a glow. No, you go to bed a no. Well, no, you wake up as a glow as a Glenn, <laughs> and then you lose and, and you, go you go to, to bed, bed a glow. Glur. <laughs> and then you have to then you have to try and get out of bed the next day. Yeah, well, you got to you got to try. How do you get your end back? Because you're not a Glenn. You can only compete for ends if you're a Glenn. <laughs> Don't. It's, just that's done. it. You're cooked. You're done. You fucking played with too many ends, bro. No, you played with fire and you got burned. Yeah. And now your name's Glur and it's all over. <laughs> so that's what's on the line. That's what's on the 9 line. 9pm Wednesday. Yeah. Punters and dribblers. Tune in. Glen Bowl. Eddie, I don't have too much else to talk about. Um, I did, obviously... You would have seen it on our Instagram that like a four-year-old hit a hole in one. Mm. I will say that you know it's it was completely lost on him. Kid didn't look like he appreciated it. Didn't know what it was. I'm happy for him, but he didn't he didn't appreciate it. But he'll look back fondly. How about the old man getting on camera? I couldn't imagine anything 
making me prouder than your kid hitting a hole in one. And you filming it. And you filming it. And that you could his dad the dad it was actually a fantastic video. If you haven't seen it at Hello Sport Podcast on Instagram, the dad was just like pissing himself. He was like the dad obviously knew he was like, Do you realise what you've just done? He's like, No, but he runs down the hill to have a check. Well, yeah. I Go mean, I think it sort of sinks in at some point. Oh, He's like, that was pretty badass. Have you ever been close? Mm, not close enough. You know, not... I've, I've, I've landed it near the pin and then fucking three-putted it. Yeah, right. As in, like, probably should have... I've like, never... I don't think I've ever been within... I've been within birdie distance, right? Where it's like, you should be getting a birdie. I don't think I've so been close. within six feet. <laughs> I've been within six feet. I've been within six feet. I think I've been with it like a, about a meter and a half. So not much less than six feet at Moore Park. But again, like, didn't look like going in, mm. but it was there. And then I fucking duffed the putts. So. Yeah. You three putted and you three-putted. got a bogey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is always good. Mm. That feels nice. But, mate, having a hole-in-one on camera would be... That's the dream. That's the dream, dude. Like, no one really, unless you're a professional golf, has holes-in-one on camera. That was Who had hectic. There's an Australian that's odd. Um, fucking Julian Wilson's got one on camera. Oh, really? Yeah. How about Warney apparently getting a hole in one on the 16th of Augusta? Yeah, yeah, of course he did. Of course he did. Of course he did. Of course what he sort did. of sick fuck either gets, A, he gets to play Augusta, right? The fact that he's even playing is outrageous. And then he gets a hole in one, the arsey prick. <laughs> Some that people is just shame. Get it all. That's just, so, don't they? Some people just get, get it all kissed on the willy. Yeah, he oh, he's he is he's been more than kissed on the willy. That thing's been mouthed. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's been sucked on <laughs> by the gods, of course. Yeah, yeah, by the gods. Yeah, gobbies from the gods. Gobbies from the gods. That's Shane. That's Shane. And Sixteen on Augusta. Yeah. yeah, unbelievable, ridiculous. Uh, so no, I haven't got a hole in one, and that upsets me. Mm. Didn't you say King Dribble's got a hole in one? Yeah, yeah. Do King we believe King Dribble? Look, I wasn't there, but it was vetted, okay. so he wasn't playing by himself. Otherwise, no. no yeah, that he was would, playing by be himself. A line, there'd be a line through it. Yeah. Uh, Mully <laughs> Grubber rolled off the tee and didn't stop rolling until it went into the hole. Really? Yeah. And they didn't even know because it went up over a ridge and they walked up like, where the fuck's the ball? So I'm sort of like, I sort of think that maybe some guy was finishing playing. Maybe he's just, you know, finishing his putt. Saw John's horrendous mully grubber down the hill and thought, I'll fuck with him and put it in the and hole. And just put it in the hole. That's what I think happened. That sounds more reasonable. Don't you think? Now, I mean, I'd still be happy with that, but I wouldn't really be happy no, with that. No, I don't care. It doesn't like count. That. If it didn't go in the air, Like, no. if you didn't hit it. No, no, no. You didn't hit it. You, you fucked you, it. You duffed it. Yeah, you duffed it. So there'd, there'd only be one thing worse, I think, than that, and that's getting a hole-in-one by yourself or getting a hole-in-one on your second shot. Like... What like, a, let's, like, what a let's, friend like, let's of the hit show. two balls. You know what I mean? Like, friend of the show, Watto. last hole. Dude. Let's have a bit of fun and hit a couple of balls each. Watto. Friend of the show, Watto. Hole in one off his second shot. So Doesn't got count. A par. Got a par. Oh, my God. What? Hit one in the water and he got a hole yeah. in one. Yeah, hit one out of bounds and got another one. So it was a hole in three. Yeah. Devo. Par. Par. How beta. That's so beta. If you've got some good stories, punters and dribblers... Yeah, if you've got hole-in-one yarns, I mean... We'd like to hear them. Now, listen, I'm not going to believe most of you, probably, but if you've got a hole-in-one, if you've got footage of a hole-in-one, surely we would have surely it But, I mean, not. if they already had footage of a hole-in-one, we would have it. These I'd, dribblers, I'd, I'd, these I'd dribblers don't fucking... They don't wait for us to ask for things like that. No, they'd send that in and go, is this worthy of a bag of green? Yeah. Probably would be. It actually... Yeah, it could be. Um, also good to see, just while we're sort of doing a bit of random chit-chat, um, 
the P's and D's getting down to the plaque of St. Peter down yes. in uh, Wollongong University uh, where the great man went to uni. Mm. Mm. It's the essential uh, pilgrimage well, it, for all punters and dribblers. It's the pilgrimage of the of the dribbler. Yeah. And punters, but oh, mostly dribblers. Well, it's the punter and the dribbler, really. I don't think we want to separate. If you're, a, if you're a punter, you want to get down there. And if you're a dribbler, I think there's a bit of both in everyone. I think so. But good to see it's still standing. That glue that the, the Jelly Shot Kid, who should have his baggy green, uh, it has been sent, Jelly Shot Kid. But also, who would, who would take that down? Like, let's just say that you were tasked. Some, some, you know, some bloody straight as a die. Honestly, you would not walk past and see that plaque and think it was... It's so legit, dude, in that, like... But uh, let's, see, just, let's just say that you were asked to take it down and then you read it, you'd go, no. Why the fuck would I take that down? Are you serious? I feel like everyone who saw it... Are you it, serious? But I reckon that the, the beauty of it and where JSK put it mm. is that... There's almost no one who's going to be completely sure whether it's right or not. Like, you walk past, you see a plaque here. Oh, yeah, that's obviously for someone. And, and they then, do, they put plaques on benches. That's, that's where plaques go. Plaques go on benches for shit. Oh, this is for one of the former deans of the university or whatever the hell they are. Chancellor of this or that. Or here's a famous you know teacher. Or here's a famous rugby league and horse racing administrator who went to the union is now, mm. you know, reached the heights that, you know, no one ever dared dream of except the great man himself. And now, of course, there's a bench named after him. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, it makes complete it sense. makes complete sense. Oh, I didn't know he was a saint. Yeah. Oh, wait, actually, now that, that actually I think about it. That actually makes perfect sense. Yeah, I suppose he is sort of like the son of Christ, grandson of God. Yeah, that actually, I didn't realize when it was parent-teacher and his, you know, his dad couldn't come. I didn't realize because his dad had been sacrificed on a cross and now lived in heaven. Yeah. I thought it was just that he's like had an absentee father, but actually his father was the Lord. Yeah. And now his, his gra- dad actually was there. Yeah, he was always there. He was omniscient. Um- <laughs> oh, shit. He was there. Wait. Wow. So he wasn't lying saying no, his dad was there. His dad was there. And, and then we thought he was crazy. No. No, okay, wow. Son of God, grandson of Christ, wow. Son of Christ, grandson of God, you get it. Um, what we're saying, though, punters and dribblers, in a roundabout way, is that you need to make the pilgrimage. Yes. Just as the Muslims do a pilgrimage to Mecca, to Mecca so too does the punter and the dribbler do to the, the park of St. Peter, Volandis. We've actually got it. Overlooking go. the pond at Wollongong University, University of Wollongong. Um, now, there was one more thing, Tom. What? That took my wondering eye. Yes. So the Super League, right? Uh huh. The ugly cousin of the proud NRL, the A League of the Rugby League world. That's right. Uh, it's got a new sponsor. Okay. It's good to know. Papa, jo- Papa John's has come on board. Papa John's Pizzeria, I believe. Uh, Is it a big pizza joint, Papa John's? Is it must huge? be. Must, must be. be huge if they got the Super League. Must on board. be right. Guess how much? Could they, you imagine it being? Guess how much they paid? How much? Like I, I don't know how much. Not much. Hundred fifty grand. Nothing. Free. No. This is what they do. I thought I was lowballing. No, no, no. This is what grand. they do. They they're providing post. All they have to do is provide post match nourishment to the players. Pizzas. That's what they're providing. That's their payment. Feed the players. What's pizza. what level sponsorship? There. It's not called the the Papa John Super League, is it? Yes. No. That's no. as far as I know. It says on this article, um, it'll see the Papa John's logo displayed on perimeter advertising at Super League games. Okay, so it's, it's not the it's sponsor, not, it's not like not the the but it's a major one. Yeah. It's a major one. It's a major, yeah. Now, this was... Still, to not have to pay at all. This is from the, this is from the head, uh, this is the chief commercial officer. At the time of the announcement, the Super League's chief commercial officer, Rodri Jones, said, 
as we have seen since, sorry, my, I've got to zoom out here. As we have seen since the restart, Super League games are getting faster and harder. And I know the players are grateful when they, when they see so many pizzas to choose from after a tough 80 minutes. That's the quote from the chief commercial officer. That is, look, I don't know what to make of that. Like that's, <laughs> I don't know what to make of that. Cause like, surely you should be getting some money from the pizza joint. How Mate, much are they? Pizzas would cost nothing to make. Super League, like that's like being on the boards on the side would be that's expensive, right? It should be. You, you would think it'd be. They're so- paying in pizzas, and what is that? Is this fucking fair income? Like, what you come after a game and you eat pizza? Are they supposed to be professional athletes? Well, yeah, but even they're hooking into a bloody Hawaiian or a margarita or the big meat lovers after the game. Yeah, but I think that's maybe not as bad, right? Like they're all well-oiled machines for the most part. So pizzas after every game. Well, yeah, I mean, they don't. I don't think that's that. I don't know, dude. I don't know. Pizzas after every game seems like a lot, but I'm also like, I'm just more shocked that they're not paying anything. And Zero like, money, paying in pizza. Yeah, that's wild. That's what. If Papa John's want to sponsor us in pizza, actually, no, I'm on a health kick. Don't come near us. You can come near me. I'll eat his. Yeah, but I'd prefer cash. At this stage, well, they're not giving life. out cash. I know, so that's why they're the not. Super League can't even. That's cash. why we turned them down. Yeah, they wanted to be they wanted to be the Papa John's Hello Sport podcast, and we we're like, yeah, sweet man, give us some cash. And they're like, no, we wanted to pay you in fucking Supremes, and I'm like, no, dude, <laughs> sorry. Do you or didn't you have something on Papa John? Oh well, Papa, it it must be the same as the American Papa John, right? But do you, you know the so. the original Papa John got fired from Papa John in the last like three years or so for I don't know for dropping the n word in a board meeting or something like that. Ah. Oh, and then and then Papa Dank. John's got awarded the official pizza of the alt right a few weeks later. Oh. And now they're sponsoring the Super League. Well, that's well, I think it's maybe we can sort of start to understand why they can't afford to pay for sponsorship. Times are tough. Times are tough. How do we turn this ship around? Yeah, obviously we don't. Pizzas want be, in the change rooms. We after don't want to every be the game. official pizza of the alt right, which is already a weird statement. Uh well, you know, obviously we've had a, a member who said some heinous racist shit. Now fired. We got to try and start turning this. We got to write. We got to write this. Yeah, write the terrible wrongs. Let's start Super League, and we'll just give them. Pizza. And you know where it starts? Feeding James Maloney. Yeah. You want to be your best. You want to be your best. That starts with recovery. Yeah. And the only way to recover is with Supreme. Supreme pizza. Bit of veg on a Supreme, which is good. Yeah, you get a bit of green on a capsicum. Supreme. Capsicum. Uh, pineapple. Used to absolutely despise pineapple on a pizza. Used to think that it was the work of the devil. I'm still not mad about it. I am. I won't ask for it, but if it's there, I'm like, I get you now a little bit more. I don't mind Supremes. Dude, Supremes the shit. Supremes like my jam. Ollie Arch, friend of the show, big Supreme Dude, guy. Dude, well, of course he is. He's a and I've lived with him, I lived with him for many years, and he was always he, he, Supreme, Supreme. Supreme is the only pizza to, for me because you get a bit of everything. I, I like barbecue pe- chicken. Yeah, look, I don't mind a barbecue chicken. I find people that just go straight up pepperoni to be a little bit like, do you not have like a developed palate? Like, no, but pepperoni can overwhelm the palate. That's what I, I mean. find. If you're if you're hooking into a to a large or a family sized pepperoni on your on your own, it's too much. It's a lot. But like, there's not enough diversity of flavors. It's that's just per, pepperoni. That's first stop indigestion. Yeah, baby. that is. That's indigestion city. Yeah, you can only yeah. Uh, enjoyed Gabascon. Yeah, exactly. And but the diversity of flavors is lacking as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Couldn't agree more. Ham. Greenery. Mm. 
bit of pineapple, maybe. Yeah. Tell you what, though, as well. If olives. You, you get olives on some prawn. Of course, you get olives. If you want to give me uh, a seafood pizza, ready a prawn pizza, I will mouth of the god stuff for you. I'll do anything. I think I, Supreme's my go-to. Supreme, you set your watch. I through. wouldn't get. I wouldn't get a seafood pizza from. Like a chain, though. No, dude. No, no. You don't get a seafood pizza from Domino's. No, fuck you, no. No, unless you want to sponsor the podcast, then you do. But what you do is, like... Um, now, listen. I've been living in Bondi for like two and a half years now. And there are a bunch of pizza places around there. Whenever you're on Uber Eats, the best pizza I've ever eaten in Bondi is from a place that isn't even a pizza restaurant. It's a restaurant in general called Bondi Trattoria. It's on my street. That probably helps. Mm. But the thing that annoys me about the the non the non uh, franchised pizza joint is like I don't think that they understand how like a pizza works. Ninety nine percent of them are soft, floppy dick bases. Like I need to be able to hold up my piece of pizza and have a structural integrity to the base mm. that at least can be supported if you do a bit of a fold. It needs to be true. It look, needs to be I, true. Look, look, I'm not when you when it I'm flops, not greedy. I'm not greedy. I understand that if I hold it flat, it'll flop. But if I pinch it, I want it to hold yeah, up. But it, you know what? Sometimes you they don't flop if you hold it flat. And I, I don't need my all my, my toppings to just fall off. No, but I'm saying at a bare minimum, the pinch should get At a done. bare minimum, the pinch should get the job done. And I don't want to have to be picking up all of the toppings that I ordered and placing it back on the pizza and then eating it. And I got shit all over my I don't want to. I don't want to have to fold my pizza eight times before I can eat it. No, exactly. Because now, an I'm, a, now I'm eating a sandwich. Yeah. Now I just should have made a toasty. You should have just made a toasty. Now you got a pizza sandwich. Tastes yep. good, but I mean, it's a, but it's a pain in the ass. Not the experience I was asking for. No, it's not. Bondi Trattoria, prawn pizza. Now I'm rushing. Now I'm rushing. Coming. Now I'm rushing. It's a nightmare. Yeah, exactly. I just got to get this now done. I'm rushing. It's like when you have a burger fall apart. It's like, mm. I just need to finish this thing. And now it's thing. piping hot on my fingers and they're burnt. Dude, the cheese burns through your fingers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, now I've got tomato sauce. Yeah. How much, I can't even do up fingers. buttons the next day because you've got blisters all over yeah. my fingers. I've got to go to work. I'm, I'm, I'm literally, at, I've got a huge meeting yeah. and my shirt's open. Yeah. And, and I'm wearing gloves. I've got like, I've got <laughs> like shirt's bandages open. on my hands and my shirt's open. My shirt's open. So my pants aren't done. Had to get to the meeting. Had to get there. Yeah. Had to go to the big lift. But... My pants around my ankles because I couldn't do up a fly and the you button. You like gill at the trough. Yeah, you know, gill at the trough, and, <laughs> and I had my shirt open. Undone. All because you couldn't, you couldn't like just take an extra moment to you know take a little bit of time to reinforce the structural integrity mm. of your pizza base. Yeah, I lost my job because of you. Yeah, you see that? Yeah. Now I'm on. Now I'm lining up at Centrelink. Yeah. Now I'm at Centrelink, and I have to get cheap shit Domino's. Yeah, and I'm and I've and you know what else? Fingers are still burnt, so I'm mm. in trackies yeah. and t-shirts. Yeah. Yeah, Velcro shoes can't drop laces. No, Velcro now. I'm Actually, a Velcro guy. Velcro's even tough. I need slit slides, slip-ons. I mean slides, yeah. even in winter. Yeah, freezing, can't get socks. Even on. at the snow. Yeah, it's a nightmare. I ski in slides because mm. of you. Because of you. Because of your bloody your your, your weak ass pizza bases. So if you if you're out there and you're a pizza maker, love that you're out there doing your damn thing. But fucking hell, bro, get the base sorted. Yeah, sort the base. Sort the base, and then you sort the pizza. It's not rocket science. It's not. It's actually pizza science. Yo, what, boys? He's back. And he's back better than ever. That's right. The king from the Sydney Southwestern region, the RBD, or in your words, the Bankstown Dribbler. Oh, fuck Very it. short and sweet. I'm home of Bankstown. Originally home. I reckon of the mullet, bro. Um, you go around to any barber, the freshest cuts you've ever seen. The shit is chopped, whatever you want, bro. Boys, nice and easy. Your top 10 mullets in the NRL 
at the moment of all time, I don't really care. Do two lists, I don't really give a shit. But if you could just um, tell me what you think, uh, that'd be great. And uh, yeah, um, yeah, I'll catch you uh, probably in another month or two. Maybe drop something else, and uh, we'll see if Keithy's still around. Hey, hey, hey! <laughs> catch you, boys! All right. The real Bankstown dribbler. The real Bankstown dribbler's back. Good to have you back, son. Love it. Absolutely um, love it. Great mullets in rugby league. There's probably a few that we can think of. Obviously, Jai Arrows at the minute, or like you might have got it cut, actually, but Jai Arrows is one of the greats. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ricky Stewart had a good one. Gus Gould had a good one. Ricky had a ripper. Ricky had a ripper mullet. Um, Cliffy Lyons had a good mullet. Yes, he did. Um, who else had a good mullet? I mean, there's a lot going on at the moment in the NRL. Mullets are sort of the cool thing at the minute. Mullets are in. Mullets are in. Like, you could even say that, like, your Pappenhausens and your Pongers are mullets, even though they're kind of, like, they're, they're smaller mullets. Pappenhausen's got a... Um, he's a he's is a mullet, though. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But it looks cooler than a mullet somehow. It's all spiky and fast. It looks like... I like a bit of curl in my mullet. Well, I think that's what... That sets the mullets apart from, you know, the rest is, like, if you've got a bit of loose curl, mm. like... And obviously, if you don't have curly hair, it's tough. But like, even your your Jai Arrow one is a mullet's mullet, where it's like that thing is fucking dis- despicable. Yeah, yeah, a mullet's, a mullet's mullet. Uh, but some of them are a bit too sharp for mine, a bit fast. They're a bit they're a bit too boutiquey, where it's like that. A mullet shouldn't really take you any more than like three and a half minutes to cut. Whereas it looks like these guys have gone to the barber and got a proper trim mm. and a pamper and a perm and all that sort of bullshit. Like, if you want a real mullet, it looks like you should just have clippers and you just knock it off and thanks for coming. Good. Are, are mullets Australian? I don't know. I, I reckon they would be. I don't know, dude. Billy Ray Cyrus was fucking owning the mullet game back in the 90s. Achy breaky heart. Miley's dad. I just think Australian when I think mullet. Maybe that's because I'm Australian. So do I. Maybe just as a nation we embrace it more. John Farnham. Johnny Farnham had a good mullet. I know he didn't play rugby league that we know of. Um, <laughs> might have played some junior football. Oh, he would have played junior football. John had a good mullet. Um, well, on Wikipedia here, the the earliest they've got here is in the 6th century Byzantine scholar Procopius uh, wrote that the factions of young males were wearing their hair as he described it as mullets. The 16th century? Yep. Yeah, no, 6th century. He didn't describe it as mullets, but the way he described it was describing a mullet haircut. Young boys, young men cutting mullets in the 6th oh, century. I used to have a mullet. Holy shit. I rocked a mullet when I was about 18, I reckon. There's just something about it. You're just wanting to show off. You want to, you know... I think you get peacocking, man. You get to an age where you're like, I can do what I want. It's peacocking. Yeah. 100%. Look at my haircut. I'm, I'm flashing. Look at me, bro. 1870s Benjamin. Wow. Yeah, see now that guy's bald. Yeah, he's though. bald. That ain't a mullet. Like my, you couldn't say my old man has a mullet. He just has no That's hair. Like he's bald. Oh, oh dude, yeah. oh, Mahe Fanua. Wow, that was a great. That's one. a ripper. That was a great. Remember, we were saying we were going to get the Mahe wigs. I think. Yeah, we were. I forgot about that. Des had a mullet. I think for a bit. Mm, Et. Et. Et yeah. e. had a good one. There's been some absolutely sick mullets going around, but I mean, I can't remember too many more. To that's enough, isn't it? I think that's enough. What else do you want from us, Bankstown Dribbler? Reach out, Keith. Let's move on. Tom, Eddie, punters, dribblers, it's Pug here. Uh, look, last night I was going through uh, the list of free agents in the NRL for this off-season, um, as you do on a uh, on a cold Wednesday night, and... Um, Someone popped out to me, and I've, uh, I had a bit of a question about him. Sione Katoa, he's off contract at the end of the year. Mm. Um, 
obviously having a great year, scoring plenty of tries. But I just wanted to ask the question, whether you think someone like Sione Katoa, who's obviously had a great year outside players like Sean Johnson and Jesse Ramian, do you think the fact that he does play outside those players makes his market value go up or go down when he tests the free market, if he does test it, that is? Um, something that I found quite interesting. I, I, I think his market value would go up, but it'd probably make him a bit more overrated than he should be. Um, I just wanted to get your thoughts on that. And um, yeah, be soon. Cheers, boys. Look at that. Look at that for a question, Eddie. Just a just a straight up down rugby we league haven't question. Had, we haven't had a question like that in a long time. Love it, Pug. Love that. That's a throwback, That's Tom. a nice one, Pug. Appreciate that. Uh, I would say that his market value is obviously going to go up if you're in a good team and you're scoring tries. Mate, if you're playing good footy, it's going to go up. Yeah. Simple obviously, that. that would be a consideration for like scouts, right? And go, well, like, yeah, he's scoring tries, but how, what are the sort of tries he's scoring? Like, how's mm. he scoring them? Is he just, is he, is he a Darius in origin where it was just like, GI did all the work and then gave him the ball? Yeah. Or is he, you know, is he Michael Robertson scoring a hat trick in a grand final, doing it all? Himself? Is he working for his supper? Yeah, is he doing crazy shit? I'd say Sione Gatoa, he's playing outside good players, but he's also scoring some flip tries. Mm. Like some of the like he's some of the tries he's scoring, you're like, oh, you're an animal. Like what you're doing is hectic. And he's not playing in the best side in the comp. Like no. let's not get carried away and say that he's playing outside you're right. great. And he's playing you know outsides I mean? that are like he's playing outside inconsistent players yeah. in Sean Johnson and Chad Towns. And even though like they're not bad, they're good, they're definitely good players, but they're not consistently like you're not playing outside Joey or it's not like Cliffy Lines and Menzies where you're going like, oh, you know, these guys have some crazy connection and they're putting you through holes and everything. He's not so playing outside the best hards in the comp. No. Right? You know what I mean? No. I think his value definitely goes up. Yeah, it goes up. It's and, and, a fucking great season. But I also think, I mean, I don't know if Pug's a... Pug's a Sounds like a Shark. Sharks right? fan. I think Sione Cattell is a good player. I wouldn't be like... If I was picking my top wingers of the year, I wouldn't have. He wouldn't have sprung to mind. But he's a good player. Mm. Anyway, hope we've answered him. Eh? A good question, Pug. Liked it. I think his value goes up, and so it should. If you're playing well, that's the whole point, right? That's it. Boys, mm. the Wagga Wagga dribbler. First time dribbler on phone. Long time dribbler of shit in life. <laughs> Just ringing up. Need some advice from you boys. Got home to Zabo after a week away from work. Mm-hmm. Work and uh, found a package on my front door. Pretty sure it was mine, so I went inside and opened it and uh, found two big fucking fuck off vibrators in his fucking in his box. I've got no idea what to fucking do. They're my neighbours. I've opened them. They're fucking weirding me out. Police, what the fuck do I do? See you soon. Use them. <laughs> I think, firstly, you have to send us photo evidence of them. So has he opened his... Well, he said that maybe the mailman's dropped him on the wrong doorstep. Yeah. But if they're addressed to you... Use I them. mean, you can... You'll use them. If they're addressed to you and they've arrived at your doorstep, maybe they're a gift. Yeah, get some coconut oil or some, you know, just some, some of your garden variety extra virgin. Mm, extra virgin will do the job. An extra virgin, probably a good... Uh, a good choice considering by the sounds of it you might be one yourself at mm. least rectally <laughs> <laughs> look I'd go the extra virgin I wouldn't be I wouldn't be shy either no no I'd be liberally I'd, I'd dosing be, I'd be liberally dosing the extra virgin I'd have a and couple I'd be, of bottles and I'd be exploring your body and see what happens see what happens maybe this is like the universe reaching out make a man of yourself yeah 
it's worth it. Like, I mean, yeah. it's, worth, it's worth giving it a shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Life's, about, life's about experiences, yeah. you know? Roll the dice. Roll the dice. You only live once. You do only live once. Yeah. YOLO. Yeah. Don't send us photos of that. Though. No, don't send, us, <laughs> don't send us photos of you trying them out. But certainly send us a photo of what they are so we have some context. Because we've got to know what it is that you're going to be testing. Yeah. Yeah. What are you, what are you test driving? Man? And also, like... If it doesn't have your name on it, you'd assume it has the neighbor's name. If it has the, now, if it has the neighbor's name, it just, that means you've opened someone else's mail. Yeah, but it's been put on your doorstep, right? And you might have just—I can understand the mistake. If it's got your address but someone else's name, yes, then oh, fair enough. Play on. But if you've opened it, I think you just go and unceremoniously leave them on the doorstep after you've used them. After you've, you've got to use them now. Like yeah. that's that's for that. We and can't... just and look, and if you're happy with with the product. I'd just pen a small note going, listen, I took these for a, for a, for a, a test, test drive. drive. Thought they performed ter- terrifically well. Give them, a, give them like a rating out of 10 so yeah. they know what they've got. No, let them know what they're in for. Yeah. And, and obviously that they've been machine washed or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. Gurneyed to an inch of their life. Yeah. yeah. Just, mate, put them in the dishwasher. Put them in the dishwasher. Or just hose them off. Well, up to you. Yeah. Because I mean, you. Water, you don't want to just waste I'm not going to tell you how to suck eggs, mate. <laughs> or clean dillies. But... <laughs> You know, I guess that's probably something that you'll learn in your own time. Uh, but appreciate that question. Yeah, thanks, mate. Hope Always happy to give advice. Hope we've helped. Hope we've helped. Yeah, it's uh, it's the Western Sydney's finest here with a dot point dribbler, and we'd like to just say uh, a wonderful hello to the punters and the dribblers. Um, sitting here playing some rugby league live one and the odd PS2. Huge. Doing the odd run backwards trick with Reese Wesser. Love that. We went to an Airbnb and the place had a PS2 with rugby league one. Unreal. Reece wow. Reese has 10 pages. That's huge. That is huge. But worth the money. Yeah. But um, as we're sitting here, we just have to get your uh, opinion on Parramatta. Uh, After we buried ourselves in Red Bulls. Oh, very, very buried in Red Bulls. We'd like to know what you guys think of Parramatta possibly laying down for uh, crush tackles and and possibly milking. Um, mm. you know, I don't, I don't want to accuse anyone of anything, but we've all got our view on the situation, and I'm sure you guys do. And I'd just like to know what you guys think of that and what it means for the game moving forward. Mm. And also, who's your favourite Pokemon? <laughs> I'll, I'll start Charizard because he's just a fucking weapon. Favourite Pokemon? Dot Point Dribbler doesn't have one because um. They don't come out in dot point form. <laughs> Anyways, beers soon, lads. Thank you. Dot point would be a funny Pokemon. <laughs> it's just a dot. It's just a dot. <laughs> um, well, yeah, look, we've already spoken about the crush tackle and the uh, Parramatta trying to, you know, beat the sun, as it yeah, were. Yeah, see you earlier. Um, I didn't watch Pokemon. You didn't watch it at all. I didn't play it. Didn't watch it. And you my, watched it my, on Cheese TV in the morning. All my friends. Did you watch Cheese TV? Of course, I watched Cheese TV. Because how did you not watch Pokemon? Because I did, but well, you it turned it off. Nah, but it was just like it was still a little bit like I just didn't really give a fuck about Pokemon. I don't did know. Did you watch Dragon Ball Z? No. You go on Dragon nah. Ball Z. Did you watch Cheese TV? Yes, Sounds dude. Like you did it. I did watch Cheese TV. You didn't watch any of those shows, though. Yeah, fuck yeah, I did. What I did just, you watch then? There was ones before those because I'm again. I know we're pretty much the same vintage. By and large, but you, like I, I'd, I'd watch them when they were on. I'd watch Pokemon, but it was. They what did you watch in the morning? If you there didn't was watch one, I Dragon Ball Z, you didn't watch Pokemon. You didn't watch. I know, Yu-Gi-Oh. dude. What I the know. fuck? Well, okay. I mean, I don't know if these were on Cheese TV, but I mean, we've already gone they, through it. They, Samurai Pizza Cats, fucking Masupalami, bloody. Uh, do you know any of these? No. See, that's no. what I mean. Sort of couple of years. How do. old are you, bro? I'm 31. 80s kid. Fuck it out. But 
I'd like as you know, but I would watch them peripherally. Like they'd be on. All right, I might check it out, but I didn't give a shit. All my friends like loved Pokemon, Pokemon cards, all that jazz. I don't know what I was doing, bro. I don't Neither know what I was I. doing. I was obviously just you know excelling in physical exploits. You know, I was probably I was probably a beast back then as well. I can't remember that that far back to be honest. It's tough. But if I had a favorite Pokemon, probably in bed, you fat shit sleeping. <laughs> I could have also been in bed. Uh, I don't have one. What's your favorite Pokemon? I don't know any. I know po- Pikachu. Of course you know Pikachu. And I know Bulbasaur. Bulbasaur was cool. He was like, like a Bulbasaur. little rhino, wasn't he? Like Yeah, but he had like a he had like a flower on his back. Shell or some Bulb. Shit. Bulbasaur. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mate, Charizard was always sick because he was so badass, right? I don't know. Blastoids. He was the... Did you have one, Dave? No, nah, I was never Pokemon. I was big in Dragon Ball Z, though. That was yeah, my yeah, kind of, of course. Thing. And yeah. I knew Dragon Ball Z. Like, I knew these things. You look a bit like Goku, actually. It's funny. I was a big Vegeta guy. Yeah, Vegeta was sort of like... Yeah, he yeah, was a lot Dark Knight yeah, a little he, bit. He had the edge. Vegeta was yeah. badass. Yeah. Was he, he, like could, a... he could be swayed a little bit by the dark side. You know so know he was like I mean? a bit of a brooding... He was like the... the he was like the dark vibes. horse. Like the dark horse, yeah. you would say. Sorry, I'm just throwing in other things to try and get a bearing of what the fuck you're talking about. Uh, yeah, thanks, guys. I don't know. Was there anything else we had? No. That was it? No. That was it. Uh, Pokemon soon. Glory, glory to South Sydney. Fuck. Glory, glory to South Sydney. Glory, glory to South Sydney. South Sydney marches on. You fucking losers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look, take you your take licks. your licks. Take your licks. I will say that. In the singing of that song, the final note he fucked up. Look, it wasn't. That wasn't. It's meant to be. Did, South was that, was Sydney that, marches on, and he's just gone like like he almost was that. Was that sung with the gusto deserved of a side that put fifty six points on one of the proudest? No, I reckon that's probably the first Souths game that guy's ever watched. Couldn't name the starting side. Put it that way. No, he couldn't name the starting side. He couldn't name the front row. Loser. G'day, boys. Yeah, glory, glory, dribbler from last night. Oh, uh, this is him. Had a number of beverages and I made that call. And I just wanted to just wanted to call back today and just double down on <laughs> that whole vibe. Fuck, manly. Low team, low club. Fucking shit game of footy. Go the bunnies. See you soon. Respect. I respect him calling back. I like him. No, I'm into it. The glory, glory, dribbler. Yeah, I don't mind the glory, glory, dribbler. No, he swayed me. Not easy to be swayed either. No, time. it's not, especially when he's bagging us out. Mm. Mm. G'day, Tom and Eddie, punters and dribblers, members of the 11. Um, full quid kid here, just calling in. Is this full quid? On a bounce out Sunday to try a little dot point dribble on for size. So here we go. Mm. 17 weeks ago, on the 22nd of April, the NRL announced the launch of Project Apollo. On this day, Dylan McLaughlin's penis fell off and began the long journey up the Hume Highway toward the safety of Peter Volandi's crutch. <laughs> At top speed, the Victorian penis is capable of covering three kilometres per day on a three-to-one work-rest ratio. Dylan's <laughs> penis is likely approximately 32 kilometres north of Albury at the time of this recording and still has 526 kilometres to go. <laughs> on its current trajectory, Peter Volandi should see it slide into NRL HQ sometime in mid-February next year. I saw Merck Hughes at Adelaide Airport last year. We didn't talk. I love the fun boy chat on the podcast a few weeks back. When do you think the fun boy era officially ended? 
I think it was the night Redfoo got glassed at the Sheik in Double Bay. <laughs> in the 2019 NRL Grand Final, Angus Crichton, earning a million dollars a season, wore the number 14 on his back and started off the bench for the Sydney Roosters. When he ran on, he joined two other Roosters, each making a million dollars a season, respectively, in Cooper Cronk and James Tedesco. <laughs> wow, what a club. <laughs> My best mate Luke Dog and his beautiful partner Erin are about to welcome their first child into the world, a little girl. Congratulations, brother. You're pipe layer of the week as far as I'm concerned. Former professional Australian rules footballer James Hurd's mum, Margaret Hurd, was my principal at North Angley Primary School. She never brought any of his personal effects into school. It's soon, boys. <laughs> Hall of Fame! Hall of Fame! Hall of Fame. Holy shit. That's Holy shit. I'd arc, forgotten that Gil's dick had obviously fallen off and that it was going and to it attach itself its to the beat, to the alpha. In February, it would seem. He's got to have to keep us, like, we'll obviously have to do something special for the day that it arrives. Yeah, I think so. But Keep it, it on ice. Yeah. St. Peter will be on holidays. Oh, of course. Well, that's what he, well he'll be gearing up for a big 2021. Oh, well, um, yeah, I suppose. February, he'll be back. Yeah, he'll be back. He'll be back for the... Full quid. Obviously, that's a Hall of Famer. Um, just need to make sure that you keep us abreast of where the penis is at every once in a while. Look, where I think it's made it to. I'd like a monthly update. Yeah. Where is it in in the glo- Where is it geographically? Plot it on a map. Yeah. Can we plot the the journey of Gill's piece? Yeah. Yeah. And even if you throw it in the punters and dribblers, here it is now. Yes. Exactly. Where's Gill's piece? How far has it got to go? It'll be beaten up by the time it gets to St. Peter. Mate, it'll be. Especially if it's like, I mean, assuming it hasn't hitchhiked, it's just been, it's going to be dusty as fuck. No one would pick it up. No, they wouldn't. No one. No, no, not yet. No, it's it's gone. The, it's going to have to go the. It's got to be arduous. Yeah, yeah. It's got to it's got to work its way there. It's yeah. almost it's the only way it can attach properly as it goes the journey. It has to go the journey to NRL HQ. St Peter wouldn't respect it if it didn't go. the No, journey. well, I think is Peter. St Peter's crotch would reject it. It would. It's like a body rejects foreign objects. Correct. You know when they do like arm transplants and yeah, shit? That's exactly what I mean. Yeah. Um, all right, let's do the final dribble. This has been a bizarre old dribbler dribbles. Hello, Tom and Eddie. Punches and the dribblers. Zach from the south side of Brizzy. I just thought I'd run you through the roller coaster of emotions I went through on my last Friday night. So <clears throat> I decided to lace up the boots as you were. Uh, not a lot of footy going around, but just managed to find a university social rugby team. Um, <laughs> was not a good start. I basically uh, they put me on the bench because I didn't fucking rock up to training. And who the fuck rocks up to training on social rugby? Like the cane bench. Are you guys fucking serious? So I run on the field. Probably the club. Mm. Clubman. Probably 10 Clubman minutes into the first half. Because, you know, those Even boys aren't shit. They can't oh, fucking... Yeah. <laughs> Didn't miss they a can't run for shit. And I run on the field, make a few tackles in something called a fucking mall. Some cunt on the opposite team, he just comes in swinging with an open hand and fucking I get one right in the eye. I Slap. fucking have to run straight off the field. I feel it just dribbling down my face. Uh, half time comes around... I, I can probably see 20% out of my eye. Get not back on the field, you pussy. Not what I was looking for, but I wanted to get back on the field because that literally happened within two minutes of being on the field. 
don't know if that was unlucky or... Do we believe this guy only had 20% vision? I don't know. Yeah. Who fucking tackles like that? Bunch of useless cunts. That's only one-fifth, Tom. But anyway, I, I start the second half, and I'm just getting a bit pissed off because... I'd be in the hospital if I had 20% rugby, vision. Rugby, you just you end I'd up be on the blood of Fred Hollows. Yeah. To the opposite <laughs> end of the field Can we time. get Fred out of the grave? And I'm just watching these fucking... I'd be digging Fred up. Respectfully, of course. In and out. And... I'd be careful. Not going to lie. I was yeah. still a bit pissed off. Well, we've got to reanimate him. But, lo and behold, they kicked it down the field, and I'm chasing. Social rugby, so our line's not really... Considering the great. guy didn't rock up to and, training, um, he's playing with 20% vision. He seems to care. guy's running down the wing. He steps inside about two or three blokes, and I've, I've fucking... I've lined him up to put the big shot on him, and he's, no, he's, he's just come off his left foot, and he's decided to put the brakes on, and he start, I've just... I've thrown everything I've got at him and I've managed to you know JBL from wrestling like I closed line <laughs> I did the clothesline from hell on this four count machine I honestly sent him flying and you, you know it's a fucking good tackle or <laughs> you know it's a good tackle when you do it on the there's not much of a crowd there but uh, the fucking crowd was cheering <laughs> apart from the ooh but this guy had bailing um, up at a pub. Basically, the ref came over. Bailing up. This is yeah, the equivalent no, of him bailing us up at the pub. In the bin. Uh, up and trying to fucking go me after it. Walk up the field. Everyone, everyone came up. Like, yeah, that made my night. Was, this guy's bailed us up at a pub. Oh, I feel bailed had up. To, had to do something to the boys to pull him up. Uh, did, did my best anyway. But it got me thinking like, on the drive home, I've I played rugby league for nine years, and I've never I've never been sent off before. And I I, I used to play hooker a lot, so I was always just in there, okay. just making tackles. And it, I just couldn't help but he buying us a beer. I just think yeah, about just how good I got that cunt. And to be honest, I honestly don't mind being the bad boy. Like, it's, it's a fucking great feeling knowing that I've polacked some fucking poor cunt. I've just absolutely left him on the ground. This is and... <laughs> 12 beers deep. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, that's that's my Friday night anyway. Tell that to my buddy. Polacks up. Polacks, I'm Brennan great. Kosh, Brennan Koch. Brennan Koch. Call up your week, cunt. And uh, beer soon, boys. I certainly hope it's a beer soon. Yeah, <laughs> well, mate, you owe us a goddamn beer after yeah, that. Yeah, yeah a, a frosty VB. That was... Schooner. Ice cold. It was that was you Probably bailing even us up. a pint. Yeah, maybe a pint. a pint. Or a couple of bit. Yeah. Well, you. pints go warm. Give me a schooner. Yeah. Give me two schooners. Enjoyed quickly. Yeah, yeah. Let's so I can mean, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah. Listen, it wasn't like it was a bad dribble necessarily, but it was definitely you bailed us up to tell us about a, you clotheslining a guy while you had twenty percent vision allegedly. If you were the guy that got poleaxed, bring in with your verdict. Yeah. Did a blind guy poleaxe you? Or was that bullshit? <laughs> P's and D's, what do you reckon? Was the someone make this poll on the yeah, P's yeah, and D's yeah, page, yeah. please? Was that bullshit? <laughs> the blind poleaxer guy yeah. did the JBL. Yeah, I want that. I want that in the P's and D's group tomorrow. Yes. And the punters and jubblers will make up their mind. We'll make up their mind whether the uh, the bl- what what are you calling blind guy? Twenty percent, Mister Twenty percent, whatever. The bail-up dribbler. 
Yeah. Uh, but I think that's us, Eddie. That's us, bro. Terrific um, show. Terrific show as always. You're welcome. Yeah. Punish Dribblers. You're no, you're welcome. welcome. That's right. Um, All for you. Like, subscribe, five stars, reach out Kelly Slater. Reach out Kel. We will never give up. Reach out Kel. Kel, reach out. Reach out Kel. Could you two just not talk anymore? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.